0: Hey guys, welcome to the 831 podcast, uh, we're back again, it's been a couple of weeks I know, um, I've had a few guests lined up but I've been busy, been um, over in France paragliding and yeah it's paragliding season coming towards the end so I was busy with that and um, <clears throat> been busy with work stuff and I've had a couple of guests lined up and I've had a couple, we haven't been able to put it together, things have happened in... They haven't come together, so I recorded one that hasn't gone out, which we need to re-record. Um, so, yeah, haven't forgot about you. I'm still going to be putting these together in tonight. I managed to get together with Nigel King and get one done for you. Um, I obviously don't sound great. I'm not very well at the moment. I'm, I am just came down with like some stinking fucking cold, flu, whatever it is. But, yeah, just the perfect time to just sit down and talk with a mate um and as he was downstairs again <clears throat> tonight was just a perfect opportunity so we got together and we sat down and we put one together um just two mates talking absolute shit and drivel i'm sure you'll agree but fun I had a blast um yeah not really a lot I'm still looking for more guests i want to keep it rolling i enjoy this i've I have got a lot of guest ideas and i've put Emails out to people. I'm in talks with a few people, so I am going to be putting a few more of these together, ASAP, and getting these out to you. um But again, guests-wise, I'll, I'll literally speak to anybody if you think it's of interest or it could be funny or, you know, look, put them in touch. It can't can't do no harm to fire suggestions at me, um and we'll keep it going. My schedule looks a bit freer now. It's the end of the uh end of the paragliding season so I won't be flying so much. Um Fulcrum is obviously that's starting now but then I'm not going to be out so much in the evenings and I can get together and yeah, if we can put some more of these together, I mean, as always, the podcast is sponsored by Trojan Nutrition, long-term sponsors. Give them a shout out. Those guys are great. Always looked after me so I like to repay that and give this back to them. This will forever be sponsored by Trojan Nutrition we will be looking for more sponsors as well so if that's an idea if you can come up with something like that but in the meantime this is uh, Nigel King again we sat down we had a talk all sorts of stuff was discussed we talked about um, paragliding a, a recent accident I had the competition the recent tragic shit that's happened in Las Vegas why people do this dumb shit um, students Nigel's health and just me talking absolute tripe just whatever it was just fun you know we just got together we sat there we had fun we had a talk it was late when we started recording it as I said I obviously didn't feel my best so sound wise it's probably not the best one but I hope you enjoy it Um, I'm glad that you're here listening again and we will get more of these together but for the meantime here's episode four Um, Nigel King Thanks, folks Hello, mate. So, uh, we're back for a second 831 podcast together. Guess is back? <laughs> back again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Uh, I've had some guests in that lined up. And then, like, shit's happened and I ain't come no, together. And... Shit's happened like
1: they didn't want to come
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look. So, trouble with those imaginary no, guests. They was washing their hair. Yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. No, and, like, I just. I've been like flat out busy like, went to um obviously went to the British Open in France, paragliding for, so that was two weeks out of the way. And then I came back and how did you get on by the way? Just Uh, yeah, so I didn't go Did you win? <clears throat> no, I didn't go thinking I was gonna win. There's like the it's the best a hundred and thirty pilots from the UK bell like Holland and France like it's really high level competition pilots it was my first ever competition so I didn't go thinking I was going to win or even like trying to win per se or even um, be
1: recognized as a high level pilot
0: no I don't, I don't know like I don't know if I'd be considered a like at any level that's not why I paraglide like I just went because it was my first competition and all of the top pilots that I fly with in the UK are going to be there. So I knew it would be a laugh. And we did something called there's something called the BPRA, which is the British Paragliding Racing Academy. And it's a select few pilots who are being coached by the top UK paragliding pilots, competition pilots, being coached by them. And I'm in this British Paragliding Racing Academy. So <clears throat> I did a week of like training with them. And then a week of the paragliding competition. So I knew it would be like fun. I knew I'd learn something. But I didn't really know if like racing was going to be for me. Or competition was going to be for me. Because I like UK cross country. And the unpredictability. And doing whatever I want to do when I go paragliding. So the competitive side of things I didn't know if I was going to enjoy. So I went kind of a bit ignorant to how it was all going to be but then it's so much different to what I thought like you, like Russ Ogden he's like like pr- really well known in UK paragliding like he's really highly respected and great pilot competition pilot he's like a designer of paragliders for ozone and stuff so like really well respected so he runs this paragliding racing academy but a couple of other guys and he said, in one of our training things, he said, "If at any point you have to make a decision, you've already fucked up. Like, you shouldn't be making decisions." And getting my head around that and looking at that, like, I find that a bit like intriguing. Like, there's so it made me think there's so much more because if by saying a statement like that, you know, somebody says a statement like that by by doing one by thinking you've done too you're already doing too much makes you realise how much you have to do. Does that that make sense? Uh (laughs) like
1: I'm gonna say yes.
0: But like I mean like so you have to do so much to allow you to be in a position where you don't have to think anyway. So you have to get to the start gate, be high be at least as high or higher than the the lead gaggle, be able to follow them so that you don't have to make a decision.
1: Yeah, I get
0: you. You know? So you have to do so much in order to to not be in a position to think that that by doing nothing you're already doing lots. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what
1: let's talk about your crash.
0: (laughs) She knew I was gonna bring it up. Yeah, yeah uh it wasn't a crash it and it wasn't like the competition like a on the video yeah and it wasn't the competition that was before i went no no it was uh, before you went but i'm sure new, everyone was much about it yeah new a uh, new wing first time i'd ever flown it i'd flown the exact same wing not my mates can, got can the I, same can wing. i just
1: add there that when you take me up tandem that we don't use
0: that one yeah, we can't use that one anyway. Right. On I, account I, I of your, sorry. on account of your weight, <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> we wouldn't make the weight range. Oh, all right then. So okay. yeah, I'll have to get a special tandem in in order to take you up okay. on a tandem. Right. Um, For minutes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and we're just gonna stitch two tandems together. <laughs> I could do that. Um, yeah, I Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, how what actually happened? Explain what happened.
0: Um, it, we would call it in paragliding we call it a frontal so it's a front collapse the front of the paraglider collapses um and deflates the the canopy basically it was a new paraglider one i'd flown this paraglider before but but not that exact one you know so like you've driven a fiesta before but maybe not every fiesta so I'd, i'd flown a little cloud gyps before but not this one so chips gyps. It's called a gyps. Gyps. gyps, yeah. yeah. It's after it, after, oh you'd like this. after a vulture. After and vulture. And it's got it's got a picture of a vulture on it. I think I may have sent you a picture after of it before. The Griffins. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's named after, because I like obviously that. it's a uh, Last nice touch. I thought you might like that, yeah. yeah. So um and I like that so the gyps crashy on us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh I like that as well, which is why I spoke to Little Cloud and which is why they sent me a a little cloud gyps to fly. It's a D wing, it's quite a high aspect ratio wing, quite an advanced wing, but it's really lightweight and compact. So perfect for something that I want to do, which is hike and fly, where you just go and you hike up a mountain and you fly and then you land, you hike up the next mountain and you sort of use paragliding as a mode of transport in an adventure, as opposed to my other wing, which is an Ozone Xeno, which is like a race, a race one, which you don't use. You just race with that. So you, so yeah, they're different. Um, yes, yeah, so I flew it first time and it felt a bit weird which i expected it to because it was a different wing and then yeah i was flying along a ridge and the wind was maybe slightly off off the hill slightly um maybe i hit a thermal the wing pitched slightly i just got a front collapse like i just took a massive collapse and i was low like 60 feet maybe 70 feet off the ground took a huge collapse looked up realized what had happened like i'd done a lot of training um, I've done a lot of SIV training and I've, had, I've made my wing collapse and stuff. So I'm, I sort of know how to respond. So the wing collapsed. <clears throat> I look and I see that the wing's completely deflated. I go to input it and the wing starts to inflate. So when the wing inflates, my main priority then is stopping the wing. When it inflates, it'll try and fly really fast. So stopping it trying to fly so fast that it recollapses. So the wing reinflates, I caught the surge. And as I caught the surge, I had a cravat, which is where part of the wings stuck in the lines. So that was turning me, but turning me towards the hill. So as I turned, I looked to see where the hill was. And um, in order to stop being flown into the hill, I would have had to put brake on the other side, more so than I already was. I'd have had to put brake on the other side to counter. But so much of the wing was cravatted, I thought if I did that, I may, maybe would have stalled the wing. So I accepted I was gonna hit the hill, because by now I'm like 20 feet off the ground flying at the hill. So I accepted I was gonna hit it by this point, and I look, and I think, like I'm coming quite fast towards the hill, and I'm looking and thinking, I can either take it both feet into the hill, and roll, like it's called a PLF, like a parachute will land in. So I can take it both feet into the hill and roll, but I was worried that I'd maybe break my ankles, because I was being flown directly into the hill. Or I can take it on my ass, <coughs> We got padding under our ass, but of course, then you got a risk of breaking your back. Um, so I looked at the hill and I thought, ass. Like I thought I could skim, so I took out my ass and I sort of skimmed along the hill. And I, like, I, I felt a jolt on my back, but it wasn't. In hindsight, it was th- the best thing I did really, because I think I would have probably definitely broken my ankles. But nine times out of ten, I would always advise, and everyone would, don't land on your fucking back. You're better off having broken ankles than you are having a broken back. Which I, you would obviously know, yeah, from back surgery and shit. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I like realistically, it went really well for how big a collapse it was and how close to the ground. Um, I had questions for like the next couple of days of did I do the right thing? Could I have done more? I, like people were saying, and people thought maybe, maybe it got in my head a bit. But I'm not that sort of person. It wasn't that. Just I'm a perfectionist. So if I could have done more or if I'd done all of this training to stop wings collapsing and stuff and I still didn't put the right input in, then I'd be annoyed with myself. So I'm a perfectionist. So I've got sent videos and I'm analysing the videos. And in my head I'm thinking, well, the wings turn is flying at the hill. If I would have break broke that outside edge, it would have probably stalled, which would have put me in an even worse position. And so I was analysing it. And then so I posted it on Facebook and a few people came up and they're like, I think you did everything right. And it allowed me to well, sort of think. Okay, put it
1: this way, you're still here.
0: Yeah. So there's that. But so
1: sixty feet is a considerable height.
0: But it wasn't flown. Yeah, but you're to not. Be thrown I mean, in the ground. Yeah, you're not. Be, you're not falling at sixty feet. Like say, if you skydived, you're not falling you can, directly down. Like a you have a fence, wing flying. Can, uh, yeah, that's it. Is it? You're falling at a <laughs> descent rate of of however much you're descending at, but you're being flown at a hill now. So I'm, I've got a forward speed of, let's say, 20 kilometers an hour, which it was probably more, but let's say I've got a forward speed of 20 kilometers an hour at a hill and I'm descending at the same time. So it's the impact's going to be quite significant if you hit boom. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I analyzed it a bit and I looked into it and, yeah, I was happy with how it went, really. I
1: remember a, a couple of years ago when you first started flying, and uh, the wind caught you. Do you remember that? And uh, you got it on on a GoPro, I think. Of uh, <coughs> and you missed a, a fence by like
0: a few yeah, inches. yeah, That was a so cycle, it. So goes to show it. you
1: how dangerous it can be.
0: Yeah, it can. Um, it's it's dangerous. It's fucking dangerous. Like, you, you know, you anytime you leave the ground to do anything, like even if it's like changing a light bulb on a ladder, anytime time you leave the ground, it's dangerous. So when you put in the unpredictability of flying with the elements as well is fucking dangerous. Like, there's... You know, like, shit, shit can go wrong. In- I always think when I get in an aeroplane...
1: I remember dry, flying to France once. It's just going across to Deenon to see my dad. And, uh, and uh, I recently spoke to someone who'd done pest control on aircrafts. And uh, it's half flimsy they are and what they're made of and I looked at the checkered feet uh, the checkered plate underneath my feet on the floor and I thought there's like 15,000 foot under there yeah and it's just like flying if you've ever really looked at an aeroplane how it's built is very very light and it's just like an old tin can really with, with thousands of pounds spent on the engine
0: yeah but, that's but ultra still the safest <coughs> motor transport you could ever have
1: apparently so
0: yeah and Obviously, exponentially safer than paragliding. Um, like, so,
1: so on a percentage, is there a percentage of how many paragliders get killed every year?
0: I'm sure there there is probably a percentage. Oh, that's probably I don't look. I, I don't know what I know what I don't know the percentage. Is. Some guys will those guys who uh, who have uh, obviously been in the sport a lot longer than me and they look into things like that a lot more in depth. Um, but then you've got the many factors that come into that. So you've got <clears throat> how many paragliders, how many paragliding pilots have a crash each year? What percentage of those people who have a crash then die? What percentage of those who have a crash and die, it's their fault. I.e. somebody flies into somebody else and then one of them dies. Or, oh, that happens often. Yeah, that happens often. People they crash into each other. Yeah, it's my number one fear. Like, I don't... I'm not scared of flying. There's lots of people... I've met great pilots who get scared. They're like lots who've got rational and irrational fears. I'm not scared of flying. I'm scared of other people f- crashing into me. I don't like that. I, we do these competitions tracks. No, I mean you get you fly close to birds. So that was one of my massive things when I was in France on this competition. Uh, one day I flew, and I was having a really good race. I started really well flying really well caught up with my buddy him and I are flying really well together and we get to the end of this ridge and I start thermaling and all of a sudden I'm thermaling with two Eurasian Griffin vultures, like massive Eurasian Damn, Griffin vultures. and I'm thermaling with them and I'm like this is amazing now like this is like I'm thermaling with Eurasian Griffin vultures, which everybody else has of course everyone's done it like they'd all done it before because they'd flown there before and happens a lot in competition I'd never done it before it was massive for me Beautiful day. Um so that was that next day we had another task. I flew that day and it was a fucking nightmare. Like we had to cross this uh we had to cross this like mountain peak. Um and we called it the Coopers like a long a long mountain ridge basically. So we're high, like I was two thousand five hundred metres. And you have to fly and you have to get over the top of this ridge. And the wind is, we're, we're on the lee side. So the wind's on the opposite side of this sea. So we're trying to get over it and get into the ridge lift from the wind and fly along this, this ridge called the Coop. So <clears throat> we're flying. Few people got across. I didn't make it across on the first time. So I turn and I'm being flushed down this little valley. Lots of people were being flushed in this little valley. Took some huge collapses. Because I'm now in the rotor, or the lee side where the wind's coming over the back. So you're basically in. The, if you imagine a waterfall, that's when a waterfall runs over the back of a rock and it all swirls around. That's basically what wind does over the backside of a mountain. So I'm caught in that. Get collapses, some big collapses, take a huge collapse, about 300 feet off the ground. Stall my wing, fly, get another climb, climb up. So I spend the day, two and a half hours, five more attempts. I have it trying to get. Sorry, four more attempts, five in total, four more attempts. Trying to get over this ridge. Few people have gone, few people have landed early. This is right at the beginning of the race. We haven't even made the first point yet. It's right in it. So lots of people have already landed early. Good top pilots. I'm desperately trying to get over. I don't make it over. So I try like five times until. So. On my last attempt, I get really high. and I'm going for it. And all of a sudden, this, this golden eagle just comes out of nowhere and joins like a, a thermal. So I join the same thermal as him. I know what the bird is immediately when I see it. I know. So I join him, and I start thermaling with him. He doesn't he don't really like me thermaling with him like the vultures did. They don't seem to care. And he moved to another thermal. So I push straight to that thermal, and I start thermaling with him again. And I manage to get close enough that I get like two or three turns in this thermal with this golden eagle, and then he leaves and goes to another thermal. So I stay in the one that I'm in, and I watch him for a minute or two, and he fucks off. And uh, I look at the ridge again, and I'm thinking, right, should I go for it? And I was like, You know what, fuck it, I had a good day. i have flown with a golden eagle, which that for me is like the pinnacle, you know. So I flew with a golden eagle, so I climbed up as high as I could and flew all the way back to the landing field and just landed right back where, to get right back, landed where everybody needs to land. And didn't care that I didn't do the task, it was just a great day. You know, I just managed to land. Yeah, it was really cool. I forgot what the, completely forgot what our what we were leading into, what the question was. And how we got to that, but so was I
1: because I was interested in the golden eagle. Bit. Yeah, it was
0: cool. It was fucking cool, like a, re like a juvenile golden eagle. I knew as soon as I saw it, I just knew. Like, just for, everyone says, "How did you know the difference? Are you sure it was?" I'm like, "No, I knew." It. Like you just know that you can see yeah, this. See the wing shape. The wing shape. The tail. the tail. The tail was a giveaway. And also, when vultures fly, they t- tuck their neck down in, and. You can almost sort of see like a U shape in their neck where it's tucked yeah. tight against that's them.
1: That's why they've got that, like them feathers around their neck. Yeah. You know, like the feathers around? Well, just a yeah. couple of reasons.
0: Yeah, I know. On top so of them, I've listened to one or two of your bird talks. Oh,
1: okay. But a couple okay. of
0: the people listening might not okay. know. So
1: they've got the feathers. They don't buy them from Debenhams, they're like the furry collars around their neck. One is to tell them how far in they are. It'd be quite handy on one of them, wouldn't it? Right, so around their, uh, around their neck to tell them when they're in a carcass, to tell them when to stop. And the other one is to, it keeps them warm when they are up there farming because it's very cold sometimes,
0: you know, up there. So. Yeah. So they don't have, they don't have feathers all the way to the head, like a golden eagle, and that's for eating out of carcasses, right? Yeah. And so they got that little, like, band of feathers, like that little collar. But like that
1: band of feathers.
0: Band of feathers, yeah. yeah. Like a band of brothers. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's distinctive. I think like your beard
1: probably keeps you quite warm. Around Present. your neck. Don't I get asked I this question a that. lot? No, I, well, I, when I, obviously, my beard's not as impressive as yours, but. Well, it's not a
0: fucking like, beard, that's why. It's
1: like peach fluff.
0: Yeah, it's like, I would it call out. it a week's no. growth. It's not a beard.
1: No, okay. But when I did have a beard, a couple of years ago, it got quite big, and I did not notice that when I actually shaved it off, I started getting cold.
0: Did you? Yeah, around my neck See, I I've not shaved mine off ever, have No, I? for
1: ages. So, hmm. but I did notice that when I had a big beard, that it was like, when I shaved it off, I really f- massively felt the difference in the, with the weather, with the cold around my neck and my face in particular. I did notice that a lot. Yeah, I don't Obviously, didn't... you've had that a long time, so... Yeah, yeah. If I... you did shave it off, then you'd probably think, bloody... It actually felt... Because like, it took so long to fucking grow it, that, like, when I cut it off, it felt like I was cutting one of my arms off.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... Yeah, I... I... All the time, I think about shaving my beard, but I don't know. It would feel. I feel like I'm, as soon as I think about it shaving off for a long time, I got. I get nostalgic. I get. I feel like I'll miss it. You know. I, well, I feel what, like. You think oh. how long? I mean, how thick it is now? Yeah. It would take. To so when like that again. I had that thing, didn't I? Where I said, back a couple of years ago, when when the beard started, it was from a fight. I had a fight. Uh, I think it was a boxing match. Maybe had a boxing match, didn't I shave.
1: you just run out razors one day. Thought, yeah.
0: Fuck it. Well, no, I had a boxing match. And I didn't shave. And someone went, oh, is this your new thing, a beard for your fight? I, said, I don't know, we'll see. And uh, so I've never really fought with a beard. Didn't think anything else of it. And I went flying a couple of days later, maybe a couple of weeks, and I had a bit of a beard then, because it had grown and I hadn't shaved. And someone went, "Are you grown a beard? I was like, it's my 100k beard. I'll shave it off and off when I fly 100km. I hadn't flown 100km at this point. So uh, somebody's like, well, I could take you years. Takes people years to fly 100 kilometres. I was like, yeah, maybe, but I'm not shaving it off. they like, you'll shave it off. I was like, I won't. I'm, I'm going to keep this now until I fly 100 kilometres. They're like, you won't. So then a couple of months later, I flew 100 kilometres. 127, to be precise, from a fl- site called Corndon down to just by Swansea. Um, And I did it. And everyone's like, ah, the beard's got to go, the beard's got to go. And I was like, well... I wasn't the deal. They're like, yeah, you said you'd shave it off if you flew hundred K. I was like, No. I said I'd I said I'd keep it until I flew hundred K. But people said about it, so I ended up having it cut really short. And if you can remember, I had it cut back really short. Probably half a length of this, I would imagine. And uh people were like, that don't count, it's not enough. So Yeah, I, that's the closest I've come to shaving it off. And I didn't do it, I couldn't go through with it. Even though I'd like, flown 100k, I couldn't go through a cheekbone. Well, I now. haven't been
1: clean shaven for about, I don't know, two, oh, two years now. Yeah. You sort of get used to it and you sort of like it and you, you just, you, it's like you're almost afraid to shave it off. I don't
0: know. That's exactly it. That's now how I, I feel. And it gets so much attention like on the door on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday night, I must get Honestly, without exaggerating, and people will be listening to this who work with me. Like, I must get 25 to 30 people comment on my beard at night. And I reckon at least five of them are women. Like, the rest are men admiring my beard.
1: Yeah, nah, that's, that sounds dodgy.
0: Mate, I swear, honestly, you get men asking if they can touch your beard. Oh, mate, can I touch your beard? Yeah, of you really need look. to
1: stop working at that club <laughs>
0: <laughs> no mate honestly you get, know that
1: after they want to touch the beard there's
0: something else they want to touch women want to touch the beard men want to touch the beard I get women literally coming up and they'll go inside they'll come up an hour later and they're like ah, I can't stop thinking about that beard can I touch it again and then you go back inside the club again for another hour look it's ridiculous honestly I, like, and you get that attention and I think
1: you got to remember
0: you've missed that you got to remember it is Bristol no it's not it's Bath oh Bath then yeah. there you go so it's a lot more uh, classy, I'll have, you know. Uh, classy. But, um, yeah, you get, like, a lot, it gets a lot of attention. Just
1: make, it just makes me think of uh, that film, Castaway, when I <laughs> I, I do yeah. remember a little while ago, you said to me that you was growing your hair like a viking.
0: Yeah, and I did.
1: And uh, But you, well, it didn't look like a viking, Wes. Yeah, it did. In all fairness.
0: Mate, I've got pictures of it and it looked like a viking. That. It was a top knot, shaped bold round the side. It was a
1: little bit of hair. Yeah. Grown... <laughs> yeah. That
0: tiny bit of hair. Yeah.
1: Like grown three or four inches longer than the rest of it. Yeah.
0: That's it. There you I go. Mean, it's exactly yeah, like a Viking. like v- a Viking like. Was it more Viking like than my hair now? <laughs>
1: yeah, let's just leave it at that. There you it's go. More Viking like no. than the skinhead you've got. Yeah,
0: there you go. I don't have a skinhead, mate. It's male a picture, pattern baldness. It's there not a, a picture, skinhead. There was
1: a picture of you. I can't remember I said it. It's on Facebook, actually. If anyone wants to scroll through his Facebook. He's uh, got a green jacket on, like, like the one uh, Sylvester Stallone wore in First Blood. And you've got like curly just it's Justin Timberlake hair. Do you remember that?
0: Picture. yeah that is from it's a blue jacket i have on and it's i'm on the door with tim hughes i think maybe or oh no, uh, it's, no not, it's not it's not from being on the, the door grinders. you're on about it was about 3 30 a.m and i'd gone out and i'd bought me and tim car air rifles and we went out hunting and it's like 3
1: not 30 a.m yeah, yeah. Just imagine if you'd done that nowadays.
0: No, we weren't really around the streets. <laughs> we weren't running around the streets in St. George. Oh, right. I was no. like, out randomly shooting pub goers at 3.30 a.m. No. We went out shooting like the or something. I don't know, we went out yeah, shooting, you shooting. Still, you can
1: still, like, you know, now, I mean, now you think about walking around with an air gun nowadays. I
0: mean, I'll tell you a story about air guns. Do you know
1: what? Every time I get my gun out, after in place.
0: Do you? Yes. Because you're in a public place.
1: Well, just in general.
0: No, not in general. If you were to go out shooting in fields, you don't need to, well, because you're shooting well, you, in you a public do, you place.
1: Should, you, should, you should have a cat number or something nowadays if you've got a rifle out. Because anyone, say you was in a field and then someone drives past their car and sees you with a rifle, that
0: not happen. I'll out. tell you a story I about know that, that now.
1: Don't me think you Oh, he's out shooting pigeons. No, they could be thinking
0: you're a nutter, So... especially with that beard. Funny though. <laughs> mm. but, well, one day I um I was out it, in a car. I had like a couple of mates with me. I think Tim Carr I might have been there. Tim Carr keeps popping up. Yeah, you know? when, with air rifles. Yeah, Hadlow uh, um, was not there. to leave. And um, we How much were was that? Our, t- Paul Hadlow, a friend of mine. My um, I think Harry, my nephew, might have been there. And we were out in the car. And uh, we were shooting out the car window. And just shooting pigeons and stuff. But from, re- cause, but cause from that's the road, go, it? Just driving. <laughs> so then next thing I know, sirens behind. Look behind. There's what, a women police car. Sirens or? <laughs> no. There's like a police car, sirens. I was like, fuck. Like I knew they were coming for me. They were quite a way back. So I was like, shoot the gun, shoot the gun. So we shot the gun out. And, I'm, and I pull over into this layby. I jump out of the car, and I, and I put a gun on, lay the gun on the roof. And uh, they go, oh, What's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm looking for my bird of prey. They're like, What do you mean? I so said, I fly birds of prey. I said, I haven't got any binoculars, so I'm using the rifle scope. I went, we can't have that rifle out here on the road. I went, Why? He we said, Well, you just can't. I went, I can. So I'm not pointing it at the road, said, I'm pointing it into the field. I said, You can't. It's actually, not loaded. Yeah, kn- of course I could. I, yeah, I knew this. I was like, It's not loaded. I said, pull the trigger. I said, it's not loaded. I said, and I'm pointing it into a field. I said, and I'm using the scope as a telescope. I said, there's no rules. to it. I can't do that. He went, oh well, it's just a bit irresponsible. I said, I agree with you. It might be irresponsible. I said, but I'm just trying to track down a falcon that I've lost. I said, and it's my only means of of spotting it. He like, okay, well, I'd like you to get off the road, please. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not a problem. I don't want to cause any like animosity so I'd get rid of it so I put it in the car and just drove off and I thought that's somebody reported like somebody said because they haven't just they didn't know they never drove by me that's obviously someone just drove by and flashed them down yeah. you know well, that's just noticed well. they got someone on the side there's a lot of hippies
1: report. up there with a gun
0: yeah that's I, right. didn't, I didn't have a beard then <laughs> actually you could but I would have still you. been you a, hippie hippie, call you a hippie to be honest. I don't mind I don't think I don't think that I'd be offended to be called a hippie People say this all the time. Oh, I'm so hippie. I don't get it. I don't what get why well, that's hippie, offensive. Like? What
1: is a hippie? I think like actually look it up. Definition of hippie.
0: Look it up. So, so, so. You, should we say what we think it what what we think it is first, and then we'll have a look at what it actually is? Yeah. Yeah. So right. I think if you take out the if you take out the the stereotype of the 1970s, flair wearing, rave going, festival going, take that out out the way. For me, I think a hippie is just someone who believes in oneness, like a uh, universal love, a togetherness, caring, like not ruining the earth. Uh, that's what I think a hippie is. That's what it means okay. to me.
1: Well, I I actually think it's someone from the seventies who drives around the Volkswagen with flowery shirts. No, I think that... flowers is, in their hair. Uh, no, that is no 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 to mate wait, no no like mate. no mate no
0: no. That is what a hippie is. We all know that's what a hippie is. You've not been, like, insightful there. That is what a hippie is. (laughs) We know that's what a hippie is. But if somebody calls you a hippie, what do you think they mean? They can't mean that that because you're not wearing flares. No, but if somebody did call you a hippie, what do you think they'd mean? Because if someone called me a hippie, do do I appear like a hippie? I wear skinny jeans. I've got a beard, a shaved head. Nothing is stereotypically a hippie about me. So somebody calls me a hippie. What would they mean?
1: They're probably on drugs or something.
0: Yeah, but so then you asked for what a hippie. So, okay, hippie. Okay, this fine. is definition by the way of Wikipedia. A person of unconventional appearance, typically having long hair and wearing beads, associated with a subculture <laughs> involving a rejection of conventional values and the taking of hallucinogenic drugs. Okay, so I'm, I'm a hippie on some parts. <laughs> Relating to hippies take away the long or hair. subculture associated with them. Yes, yeah, so I don't have long hair, unconventional in appearance. I'll, I'll take that. I hope I am. Um, wearing beads. Hmm maybe no. having some anal
1: beads
0: like <laughs> <laughs> associated with a subculture involving a rejection of conventional values possibly because I believe that we should all love each other and care about each other and so yeah get I guess maybe and taking of hallucinogenic drugs oh, wow. well I don't know wow. <laughs> sort of like you know being an athlete and stuff yeah let's you know? yeah, not judge on the hallucinogenic no I, like I'll indulge in hallucinogenic drugs definitely like some psychedelics and stuff, definitely. Like, but
1: like aspirin or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um Yeah, so I don't think that you would call me hippie. Again, we've completely lost.
1: We we totally digressed from where we was.
0: Completely. I didn't but, know. But what that's what the right.
1: podcast is about.
0: That's what this fucking podcast is about <laughs> by, the, by the sounds it's of about it. Digressing. Yeah, completely uh digressed somewhat. So how did we get onto this? I don't know if you were talking. Oh, you were, you were about my crash, weren't it? Cause I said what we've been doing.
1: This all came from your crash into the bank.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, so we've gone from that and you asked what. I was so, yeah, that was the paragliding. That's, obviously, I've been busy doing the paragliding, that kept me busy. Work. I've been on the door a lot. It's been Freshers Week. Fucking oh students. Those Mate, <laughs> students. Just. Like, I don't. So,
1: tell us about students. What's your thoughts on students?
0: I don't dislike students. Tax um, teachers? No, like I was obviously a student myself not long ago, a uni student myself, so I don't dislike students, it's, lots of students together I detest, <laughs> but I don't dislike students per se, but I tell you what, there, there seems to be a, a culture among the youth now, in the They just do not want to be told no for anything. You don't want to be told no in any way, shape or form. And you will never see this as much as when you do a job like a doorman. Like the other night it was a group of girls came up to the club. So I asked for ID. One of them shows me their ID. It looks kind of like them, but not, I'm like a bit dubious. So she's a black girl. She's got um, like braids. In her picture, it's a black girl, but she's got like a, a bit more of an afro, her hair's down. So then I'm looking, I'm like, it looks like you, but not. So I was like, have you got anything else on you, my darling? You got your student card? I haven't got my student card. Got a bank card? No bank card. Bus pass? No bus pass. I was like, okay, what have you got to one of her friends? Her friend pulls out her ID. Looks just like her. I said, have you got a bank card? Yeah. Have you got a student card? Yeah. Have you got your bus card? Yeah. What have you got on you to one of her other friends? I've got my ID. Have you got a bank card? Yeah. Have you got a student card? Yeah. Have you got your bus card? Yeah. So out of this group of six people, this one girl is the only one who has one form of ID and one form only. And it looks kind of like... So I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you in. Why not? I said, because I don't think that ID looks enough like you. It's obviously me. It's not obviously you. I said, I'm not saying it's not you. I said, it doesn't look enough like you for me to be certain. I said, so therefore, I'm not going to let you in. So... What I'm going This is ridiculous. I was like, well, unfortunately, you have to accept my apologies there. And I said, but that is going to be the case. Now you're not coming in. It's racist. This is. You're just racist. I was like, beg your pardon. She goes, you're racist. I said, just going to inform you now before we go any further. My daughter's black. She went, well, your daughter's not black. I went, my daughter's black. She went, your daughter's mixed race. So I was like, well, if anyone's being racist now, I said or at the very least pedantic I said it's you I said so what we're going to do here is we're going to end this conversation I said because it's going nowhere so that's it I, I cut off she's then shouting at me and rah, rah. so I ignore just stand and ignore carry an ID Boy, in the rest hey, of the queue yeah carry an ID in the rest of the queue Right. next day complaint to the nightclub how I've been abusive I was um, I was abusive etc etc next night she comes to the club the group come to the club. So I speak to them. They're like, oh, we're so sorry for how we behaved yesterday. You were. I'm oh like, you you, you not the club complaining about me? Oh, no, I know. I realise now that we were stupid. I went, but do you not understand that I was doing, yeah, we understand. You're doing your job. And look, she's got two forms of ID now tonight. We understand that you've got a job to do. And but I said, do you also understand that by you complaining, I could have lost my job? Oh, I didn't, didn't think of that. I said, was I abusive to you? She said, no. I said, was I rude to you? No. I said, did I act in any way unfairly? Well, no, we just thought, we know she's old enough, so that should be good enough. I went, do you still believe that? She went, well, no, now I can understand. I went, right, so do you believe it's fair to get me the sack from me doing my job? She went, well, no, I just didn't think of it like that. And this is all because I say no to a girl, because of what I do. Like, imagine if I'm new at the club, she writes a complaint, and they sack me based on that. That's that's what you deal with now with students. Or one thirty, we've shut the door. Alright, guys, you right to come in? No, we closed the door, mate. We're shut. What do you mean you're shut? We're shut now, mate. But you don't shut till three. Yeah, but the door shut at one thirty. Well, what time is it now? One fifty. I was only twenty minutes. Well, no, I know it's only twenty minutes, but we're shut. Oh come on, that's stupid. What do you mean it's stupid, mate? It was only twenty minutes. No, I know, but we're shut. That's it. The till's closed. There's no. There's nobody sat on the till. We can't take your money anymore. Why don't I not pay? But no, mate. I get. But we're shut. We're closed now. Well, that's fucking ridiculous. You're just being a dickhead. And what? What do you mean? Like, if you go to your bank, and your bank closes at 5 p.m. on a Friday, and you turn up there at 5:20, do they let you in to draw money out of your bank? Well, that's not the same thing. And that's exactly the same thing. That's exactly the same thing. That's that's exactly what it is. We're closed. You can't come in now. Oh, you're a fucking idiot. And this is... That's not a one-off situation. Guarantee you at least three times a weekend I'll get that. That one thing about being closed. At least three times a weekend. I'll get that every single weekend. At least three times. And this is what we get all the... And that's simply because people don't like being told now. And that, I think, is that's what uh, that's a trend that I see with today's youth they don't like being told no they don't or you can't come in why not because you've got trainers on what do you mean you got trainers on got trainers on yeah we don't allow trainers on Saturday night but that's stupid what do you mean you're stupid you can't do that no we can do that no you can't What? Well, because I've got trainers on yes we have a dress code that's discrimination well it's not discrimination it's a dress code but we have a dress code it's on our website can't come in with trainers on well that's stupid they're black trainers yes but they're trainers all because you've been told no that's what it boils down to is somebody's told them no they don't like it they should be able to come back with a rebuttal and that rebuttal or the fact that they're disgruntled should be enough to give them a right to come in and I should like I should appease their disgruntlement because the simple fact is they didn't know that it wasn't trainers well get that but it is trainers, whether you knew about it or not, it is trainers, and you can't come in, that's not good enough, do you know what I mean, like,
1: yeah, I, know I don't
0: think people. you, I don't <coughs> think, I don't think people see, that side of youth, until you do a job like,
1: which is funny, because some of the, in my job, I get people, so I get a, a rifle out, to use, in a job, and, first thing people say, what do you think it is, when they see me with a rifle, and they say, I'm going to shoot the rifle, what do they say,
0: um, take the money and the wallet please don't hurt me and my children
1: <laughs> after they've said that <laughs> they, they normally say let me have a go
0: do they? and I
1: go no you can't do that oh come on oh, just let me have a shot of it what? yeah and I'm like mate no you can't why? I said because I'm trying to use this and it's, I'm insured to use it and I, I've rung the police so i got permission to, to use this rifle. I said, can not just go giving a gun to somebody? I said, you could be a complete idiot. Start waving it around and shoot <laughs> someone in the face. And they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. I, just, I said, no, you can't. Oh, It's like you're a sport. Yeah. That's Look, that's why I, I, I get it I can't people a lot. really want to... No, I said, kiss a go. Kiss go. Just let me have a quick go. Well, what was a quick go?
0: <laughs> give be a
1: quick... Well, I just you can fire it quick. Don't worry about where you fire it, mate. A quick, you know, you get on a rifle. You're not a quick, go with your gun. Just,
0: no. <laughs> what you've done is, I was already going to say no, but you've made, you've made, you've solidified my stance on you not shooting this rifle <laughs> by the fact you want to do it quickly. I get
1: it. All the time, all the time, that happens a lot. Probably every time there's someone there. That is insane. Can I take a picture myself of it? No. Why would you want to? <laughs> Can I take a selfie with your gun? No.
0: Honestly, that is crazy. That all the time. I would have never in a million years thought yeah, that the happens a lot. That so is quite funny. Funny, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, just want to. I think, like, people don't understand. I have understand to be
1: careful. I have to be careful in my job. Like, what I. Because obviously, I don't mention it. Yeah, you can't tell someone to fuck media. off. Like, yeah, you no, can't, like, you just can't mention what, You know, on social no, media, I'm no. certainly not doing stuff like that. And then, like, uh, and you get people wanting to take pictures all the time <clears> and stuff like that, and they just don't realise. <laughs> Where it can lead,
0: yeah, and like, so I don't just tell people to fuck off in my job on responsibility. the door. Like I can, yeah, you've got responsibility so like and, like, I take my responsibility probably a lot more serious than a lot of door staff do, and I know that because I've worked with a lot of door staff over the years. So I know that I take my responsibility. and, it's changed, and I don't.
1: It's changed. Being a doorman, well, it's, it's changed. It has, but lot.
0: not necessarily like
1: with the badge and stuff. And, and, no, I mean in general, but doormen were always perceived as like thugs yeah and steroids still steroids that threw people on their heads yeah and stuff but it's and that matter.
0: persona that's still with us but and I mean I think I take my job more seriously than a lot but well the guys who I work with do like the guys that, that work at the club that I work with work at most of them are under the same they they, they have the same way of thinking as me we think alike which is why it's good to work they like Ash, obviously, is my brother. He's not antagonistic or abusive or... Look, like, don't get me wrong. you would tell you the fuck off. There's no choice about it. If you're being a dick, Ash is going to tell you the fuck off. Um, but that's that's not an open opening gambit for any of us. That is very much... If you're getting told to fuck off, you've driven us to the point of there's no other option here than to tell you the fuck off. Like, there's no... So, I dislike people having a bad night. If... If you're going to have a bad night because of us, you deserve it 100%. Because i will quite often go and get people from the back of the queue. Because they're regulars and I don't want them queuing up all night. Because I think, well, you come here all the time. I don't think you should. Just little stuff like that. Or, you know, like people will be walking by and uh, they're, oh, I'm not aware you off to I'm going home because uh, it's like eight quid to get there. I'm not going to stop like, Just go in. Like, let them in. Whatever, you know. I might just let someone have a good night. I would rather that. That's how I do. That's how I work the door. I'm trying to be polite to everybody. I apologise for stuff that n- has no. I have no reason to apologise to them for. And I see, the other door staff that I work with all do the very same thing, because none of us want these people to have a bad night. It's not what we're there for, you know. We want, all of us want these people to have a good night. So, I've completely lost what, what we're we fucking going again. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was just talking about the as like how people
0: perceive Dorman really yeah like, and yeah, we I alienated into it from your shooting thing oh, oh yeah so you can't yeah so even though like, in my job so I could tell someone to fuck off and like the owner of the club's not going to be happy that I told someone to fuck off but I could quite easily go in and say yeah I told them to fuck off because of this this and this the reprimand for me is not going to be anything like it would be for you is what I'm saying so yeah. if somebody's asking to use your gun and they're asking you 50 times you can't turn and say mate, fuck off I've told you so I understand why I that can't... would be even more for sure and especially because you're using a rifle I have to
1: take I'm not even you know what So certain situations if someone's disagreeing with something I'm doing I'll literally take my magazine out the gun yeah. take it out i take it out and I'll put it in the case so as yeah. though I'm not allowed to like get angry or anything like you just have to
0: well yeah your you're, I mean you've got at the end of the day you've still got a gun in your hand right you're still like you're well,
1: yeah it's just, it's just a big responsibility you know it's I never realised how much really until lately and obviously you know you used to be able to just fire your rifle around and stuff like that but you every time that comes out of the case now I have to bring the police and from in London, especially. I mean, you could get, I could walk around with that, just doing my job. And if I ain't got a CAD number or anything like that, could possibly, you know, from R&P turn around, armed police come and shoot you.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, especially <laughs> like, <laughs> when you look at the shit that's just happened, like in Vegas, fucking like you can't. I mean, obviously it's America and I'm not but the more stuff like that happens in places like America the more it gets, the, more the more people respond over it. here.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they're scared like I don't even know if fear's the right I don't even know if they're scared. Or if you've got this a guy was shot in Bristol a couple of days ago on the motorway, did you hear about that?
1: No.
0: Guy, um was driving apparently driving at the M five, waving a hand pistol at people. So police... Armed police got by him... uh, Just along by Porter's Head... Which is just in the road here... Got alongside him... And by all... The reports haven't really been released... But apparently they... Got him over to the hard shoulder... They shot him... Like four or five times... They shot him in the car apparently... And then dragged him out of the car... And he died... But they shot him... And... uh, Yeah I don't know what the extent was... The the gun was on the roof... In the pictures that they showed and stuff... Like a handgun... But... uh, Like... Armed police are obviously trained to shoot people. They spend a whole career probably never going to shoot people. So when the opportunity comes to shoot somebody, they have to weigh up so quickly whether they should or shouldn't shoot that person. That's right. If you've got a gun and you turn around, how quickly do you... And listen, I'm not making any judgment. I'm not saying when they should or when they shouldn't. I can't. I'm not in that fucking situation. Like It's not not for me to say. It'd be ignorant for me to even... Try and assume I'd know what they were, where they were coming from. D- do the police shoot people too quickly? And without justification, I'm sure they do. Do they do it too late and suffer the consequences? I'm sure they do as well. So I'm not... I'm fucking ignorant here. I'm not saying when they should or they shouldn't. But these people are trained to shoot people. They're probably going to spend their whole career not shooting somebody. When the opportunity comes to shoot somebody, they have to respond. Boom. boff. So if you're in London... And all this shit's just happened in Vegas, let's say. Hundred percent that's in the back of people's minds now. If you're if you're armed police, surely what's happened in Vegas is in the back of an armed police officer's mind if he's just sponsoring in London. You would think, right?
1: Well the guy I was working with, uh, another guy who's got a rifle, was in London a couple of years ago, standing with his rifle. Uh, just loading it, next thing. Arm place behind him. Got a gun to his head. Back of his head. Go get on the floor. Put his gun down the floor. Drops his gun on the floor. Got it down. Back of his head. And he had a, And he had a CAD number.
0: Fuck. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah.
1: So he's already like... You know, stuff like that happens.
0: That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Just out doing your job and then... Because, because no it's one pest knows no one like knows. you're not even I know. like it's you're not like, you're like a, a bodyguard people. you're not but armed or no, one exactly. you're just the fucking pest control and next minute armed police have got a gun to your head but
1: you have got to remember what the rifles look like nowadays yeah They're of course your, yeah yeah you know the, my rifle looks real really is a good bit of kit and it's you know massive scope on it and a silencer and it looks like saying out Day of the Jackal do you know what I mean yeah. it's saying like you are on a centre and sometimes I'm on
0: roofs Day of the jackal so if I'm walking around on a
1: roof you know with a, a black funny enough a, a uniform black yeah, and you know it looks dodged doesn't it you know some, a member of the public sees that you know there's, some of them will go there's a guy out there dressed in black with a rifle I've just seen him all yeah, of course, yeah of course so that's why we you know why everything has to be recorded I even have to write out a once I get the number, I have to write out a, a pre-shoot assessment and get it signed. Fuck. Yeah. So, there's so much paperwork involved in it. So, it's... Uh...
0: Right, like, rightly so. Like, you don't... Because you don't see... I guess you don't... Like, public don't see that side of it. And then, like, with this shit in Vegas, obviously... Like, it just makes you... Like, everyone's questions... From this, like how the fuck, did, like a guy in a hotel room with twenty or thirty guns, some assault rifles, shoots fifty eight people dead and like four hundred injured or something. Like, how the fuck do you get? How people are saying oh uh, how do you have those guns I get he could have had those guns they're saying that they were automatic weapons which obviously you're not allowed automatic weapons in, in America they're banned so they're illegal weapons some of them but I get how he could have the guns and I'm not I'm not necessarily against gun ownership in the US I, I like their gun laws Um, I, I am against people having 30 automatic weapons but there's
1: no need to have 30 automatic weapons is there no I mean you're not allowed automatic like weapons unless you're building anyway, an but, army
0: yeah Anna, uh, but <clears throat> how how do you get those guns then into a hotel room? Oh. Sit in a hotel room, and fire like it's crazy. And here's the
1: crazy thing about the woman: apparently, before a couple of hours before, going to people in the crowd saying you're going to die tonight.
0: But now you're onto conspiracy theories exactly like, I saw the video I saw, I did see that video a video of that person saying that a woman was going up to people saying you're all going to die tonight and then
1: other people saying <clears> well <throat> there was more than one person shooting
0: yeah and you don't apparently not the guy
1: the guy might not even he could be a stoolie he could just be like a scapegoat it could well,
0: have been other people doing it yeah uh I mean there's been massive conspiracies like um the exits were blocked, people couldn't escape, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've read a few. I don't know how I feel about the conspiracy. Like, I like a conspiracy, you know that. I do like a conspiracy. And it's not even that I like a conspiracy. Is it? I just believe that you should question everything. So, for me, <clears throat> I believe this was one guy in Mandalay Bay with rifles shooting people. That's what I believe happened, okay? And as soon as I believe that, these are now the questions. Because I believe that you should question everything. That's what I believe. No, I believe in conspiracy theories. I believe this a, I believe you should question everything. So my question is, for that would be, okay, so how did he get the weapons into there? And then they say, well, we've got CCTV footage of him bringing in five different bags. Okay, perfect. That's answered that question. That's, I'm happy with that. And then it's, how did he manage to get... Out, get the guns out of the window because whenever i've stayed in any hotel room in um vegas unless i've got a balcony the windows don't open fully because you jump out because people jumping out so unless you've got a balcony oh he had a balcony or oh no he was in a room where it had a sliding door so it opens enough to okay that's my question i don't know
1: yeah, there's broken windows apparently, so maybe you had a sledgehammer.
0: Well, one of the other conspiracies was about the windows being replaced or being done or something like that. So I would say, okay, so what was the deal with the... Why coincidentally were the windows being done on the day? Oh, well, that's simply this happened because maintenance has been in the book for three months. Okay, you've you've answered that. I'm happy, I'm satisfied with that. So what I'm saying is, it's not that like I'm a conspiracy theorist question everything and if I ask you questions the answers should be simple enough to come up with you, you follow me make sense so like okay. so I asked you a question of how you got the guns in <clears throat> excuse me okay yeah we got them on CCTV bringing in five bags boom you've answered my questions I'm happy I'm satisfied so I think that what people want to do is people throw around this this conspiracy theorist tagline as like an insult or to discredit an opinion and I think all you do I think is not necessarily conspiracy theories is a bad thing it's simply I don't have a conspiracy theory I don't have any theory I have questions and if I ask you a question I expect it to be an open and shut answer that's how it is
1: basically we all want to be nosy and that's exactly what happened
0: no, no, I don't, it's not that I want to be nosy, is it? We should know what happened. We should know. If this guy has shot 58 people dead and 400 injured, we should know down to the pinpoint last dot that he s- puts after his signature when he's signed for his hotel room, we should know. Like, we should know everything. Like t- So the guy's dad was known to the police and was on the FBI wanted list for armed robbery. Okay, that's what the guy's dad was... Um, known, like wanted for previously. So he's from, his dad was a previous felon or whatever. So I think that would strike questions. I just think that you're not, this conspiracy theorist tagline is bullshit and it needs to be dropped simply because people want to ask questions. I am not going to believe what the government, the press, etc., tell me simply because they tell me it. If it raises a question, I believe... I should be able to ask that question... ...and you should be able to answer, answer that... ...enough to satisfy my curiosity... ...that's what I believe... ...and not just me... ...that's everybody... ...so if I... ...if... ...they tell you something... you ...anybody should be able to ask those questions... ...like if you... ...if... ...I was in your house with you... ...and... <clears throat> ...there's a party... ...and... ...I was... ...so we're, we're having a party at the house... And I say, no, can I just go up and use your bedroom to make a phone call a second? I got to your bedroom, <coughs> end of the party. After the party, you realise there's, like, money missing from your bedroom, let's say. And then somebody goes, like, oh, yeah, it was Wes. where's took the money. Then I turn and I say, like, well, no, I didn't take the money. I'd expect you to be able to question me and me come up with satisfactory answers as to why I didn't take the money or get the person there and ask them questions as to why they're saying I took the money. I wouldn't expect you to just say, well no, he said you took the money, I believe him. Does that make sense? So I don't believe, and I'm not saying that they're lying, I'm not saying that the government are lying, I'm not saying that the press are lying, I'm not saying that there's a reason to lie, I don't know what the reason for all these shootings would be, I don't know, like people say, oh yeah, because you want to get the guns off of people, blah, 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 maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I think there's much more effective ways to take people's guns from them, what I'm saying is, if there's questions, we should be able to ask them, and they should be easily answered, that's it, that doesn't, mean that I'm saying it's a conspiracy I'm not saying there was four shooters and there were military marksmen and they were pending on purpose that they couldn't escape I'm not fucking saying any of that shit I'm saying I believe it was one man in a hotel room who shot up loads of people because he's a fucking idiot I'm saying if I have a question about that scenario I should be able to ask it and you should be able to answer it that's what I'm saying
1: so Colonel Mustard. In the uh, honeymoon suite with the lead pipe.
0: Indeed, how you cheat people a lead pipe, I don't know.
1: And just out of interest, when you stand at my house, fifty quid went missing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I took it. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> well, just so we clear that up.
0: Not a problem. <laughs> um, no, so, so yeah, that makes sense, right? That's what I believe. I, I think I'm not, not I'm not say, a set of conspiracy theorist. That is just what I, how I think it should work. You know, i got a question I should be able to ask it and not be tagged a conspiracy theorist.
1: But you do like a conspiracy.
0: I love a conspiracy. Because it's people asking the questions. It's people looking for answers. I love that. I love people not being sheep. I fucking love that. That's what I love. I don't want to be told something. But that's me by nature. I've been like it since I was at school. If I was sat in a, in a history class and someone says, oh, and then Hitler attacked so-and-so I'm like, why? Oh, because he wanted to, why? Oh, because, so why didn't he start with this? That's me, I wanna know the answer to these, I question it. I don't wanna to be told, this is what happened, I say, oh, okay, I accept that, boom, I'm now gonna be scared of every time I go to Las Vegas. I've been to Vegas, 30 times maybe, 25 times, great fucking place, loved it, felt safe, never felt insecure. I've shot automatic rifles in Vegas, in, in shooting ranges. I've sh- I've been to Idaho, and I've got videos of me shooting 30 guns of different types in a day, you know, like from Glocks to Berettas to fucking AR 15s and all sorts. I've been out and I've shot and it was brilliant, I loved it. So I'm not anti guns, I love guns, I love the gun laws and I'd I love it. I'm just saying I don't want to take people's guns away. I don't want to say this guy's this guy did it, this guy didn't do it. I believe what I've been told but there's questions I would like to ask them and then get answered without you saying to me, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm not.
1: Well, we might find out in the next week or so, won't we? Because I'm sure it's going to unfold and things are going to be... Uh, they're going to come across things. we will find out a lot more about it, I think, in the next couple of weeks, what actually did happen there.
0: I mean, I... I haven't even really got any questions about it. Like, I just... I don't really know enough about what happened. It's just fucking nuts. Like... Just a fucking nut scenario again. We? It's
1: mad isn't it? It's Stuff happens fucking... just all the time now. Yeah. Something's happening.
0: Look like, when I look back to being a kid, I don't remember any of this shit.
1: I, I, no, I do. Because when I was a uh, when I was growing up, I don't know if you know but uh, my mum's sister uh, married a guy in Northern Ireland and uh, obviously we used to go to Northern Ireland a lot when I was a kid I'd been out to Northern Ireland at the time it was you know it was very political at the time So I remember when you know there was the thing with the IRA and the bombs going off and stuff like that and I remember as a kid it was quite a frightening thing you know hearing about bombs going off here and there and everywhere and uh, it's just changed now because that sort of stopped and then something else has taken it over now and it's like you know there's this ISIS thing going on with, like, you know them, and so it just it just changes all the time. But I do yeah. remember that. Look, For so when I was a kid, my earliest thing,
0: my earliest thing would have been Dumblin'. That was a. <clears throat> do you remember that Dumblin' thing? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's the, I can remember when I was a kid. Dumblin' happened, and I think after that, do
1: you remember Michael Ryan? It was that Hungerford. Hungerford.
0: Yeah, was that after Dumblin'? Oh God, I, I can't remember. I can't. But remember, I do remember that. Was there a song right about it? No, that was
1: the boom. No, team. that that's, yeah, yeah. That was, that was I don't know. During on Mondays.
0: Like Mondays, yeah, yeah. No, because hunger. For, I drive past obviously the on the M4. I drive by yeah. it all the time, so it makes me think of that. Also. So those are like two Michael two Ryan's instances, status. yeah. <coughs> two instances that I heard. Of, that's two instances of my whole childhood that I can remember. And then now, like if you, you were to speak to my daughter about gun attacks or terrorism and stuff, and At 60. She'd be able to list off loads now. Like, <coughs> it's really bloke? got that much who worse. Who
1: bloke who, uh, do you remember, was that island, and he, uh...
0: Island or Ireland? No, there was
1: an island. Yeah. And he went round, and he shot a lot of people on the island. Do you remember? Is
0: So uh... looking after the bourgeois. Was he Dutch?
1: No. <laughs> Without the leather jacket. No, uh, he's, what was his name? He just randomly shot a load of, teenagers and stuff
0: do you not remember I, I can't it really even fell. do you know what really I wonder if famous. that's uh, I watched a film the other day called American Assassins it's a shit film um, I and at the beginning thing. no John Wick's a boss film um, <laughs> at the beginning of the film the guy's on the beach proposes to his missus and then terrorists come in by boat and they start shooting everybody on the beach I wonder if it's loosely based on that incident. No, it's
1: annoying. it was a. It was a really famous. Like, it's a
0: God, what was it?
1: I think he was Norwegian or something, or Icelandic. Oh,
0: remember. yes, I do remember the guy. What's his name? Um, Anders Breivik, is it? That's it. Is that, that Anders Breivik? Like that,
1: yeah. he... He
0: shot a And he wore like, t- all really these pictures were the in military gear. He walked
1: around the island yes, just like, dude, them Yes, I do He was like, like a proper Aryan looking swim guy. He was shooting them but yes.
0: away. Was it Anders Breivik? Was that his thing? I thought it was
1: a lot
0: of people he killed. Oh, I've got to look that up. That's going to bug me. I'm sure it Yeah, it was a lot, like 117 people or something, was like that? <laughs> yeah, those those were students or something. Which <clears> could yeah. have been a good thing It was a pirate. They were saying no. That's what happened. They was all saying no, and he thought, fuck it, I'm going to shoot this lot. Because they're fucking,
1: they don't like being told no. That's what it is.
0: Anders Breivik! It is Anders Breivik! That's yeah, him. in, Breivik. in yeah. That's him there. That's him? Yeah.
1: Fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, Norwegian Who's far does he like.
1: look like? Let's have a look at him. Let's see if we can like him. He himself.
0: looks a bit like Putin. He
1: does, doesn't he? Yeah. Slightly like him. What's the fist bumping thing all about
0: I have no idea. It's like a
1: Nazi salute. Because there was
0: a there. massive conspiracy about that situation as well with Anders Breivik. But, uh. Yeah, Anders Breivik. Yeah, I remember that.
1: And there was another one. Uh who's the other Because 'Cause we're talking nuts now. Yeah,
0: they're all fucking We're, nutters, we're talking nuts. Even, even religious extremism. Who was nutters? the one that went into
1: the school? Started macheteing people a little while. In the UK? Yeah, I think it was in the UK. Uh went into a school with a machete.
0: No, wasn't that a student, a young kid though?
1: No, it was a bloke. It was a bloke what was his name?
0: What? Shooting macheteing kids and stuff. I
1: think it was at like Wolverhampton or something.
0: Uh, I don't know. I
1: can't remember. I think she went to a school and started macheteing people.
0: Fuck knows. Like, but that like is rare. It's rare, but then there's m- so much more than it used to be. Like that Lee Rigby thing. I feel yeah. like that Lee Rigby thing was the start of all the big terrorism in the UK. But of course it wasn't. It's lots, obviously, previously. That was bad. <coughs> yeah, it was really it bad. Was when you actually found out what happened and stuff. Yeah, really bad.
1: That was that was not good, the Lee Rigby thing.
0: No. And then, who was the politician? He randomly,
1: like, just selected someone, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Who was the politician... Recently, who got killed, shot? As a woman, wasn't it? Yeah, a woman. I can't think. Of, Labour MP, wasn't she? Can't think of her name now. Um, wasn't that? Wasn't he like a? Like he wasn't a nutter. right or a terrorist? <laughs> I like. Was he something to do with it, terrorism or something? Or
1: he was. He was a nutter. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, they're all nutters. Like I don't like. They give them these labels of terrorists. Terrorists, and they credit, like, ISIS to it and stuff, and I think somewhat empower their calls, as where I think, maybe I'm wrong, but just call them nutters. Don't don't give them the time. Does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah. The Cumbria shooting. Do you remember that one? No. The Cumbria shooting. 2nd of June 2010. A lone gunman, Derek Bird, killed 12 people and injured 11 others before killing himself in Cumbria. Do it's I amazing how we can off. forget that one because it obviously sank really bad but that shows you it shows you how many or how often it happens mm. that they you know in the past we remember things like you know dumb not but you don't there's some the more recent
0: can, ones happen so frequently now yeah, that they're not exactly
1: yeah. we don't think about them yeah that's not good blimey there's luck like to them what's
0: just, this recent
1: List of massacres in Great Britain, I'm looking
0: at. Since when? How how many does it equate to?
1: Oh, I do you know. Just as...
0: Hungerford's here. Michael Wright.
1: Can you remember how many people he shot?
0: Michael Wright. Was it a school that he shot at Michael? No, he just walked around. No, was a shopping centre. He walked around, yeah, didn't he? He got a camo. Did he shoot his mum first or something?
1: I don't know. I know that he got camoed up and that, didn't he? He got camoed up, went around... And just shot people randomly. Fuck it's like something out of a film, isn't it? Seventeen people he killed, and a dog.
0: <laughs> right, I'd have fucking shot of the prick for the dog. Like <laughs> bit like the the John Wick thing. <laughs> yeah, I would go John Wick on somebody if they touched my dog meat. Hundred fucking percent. Proper John.
1: Proper John Wick. One.
0: Yeah. I would go John Wick on somebody if you touch my fucking dog.
1: Yeah, The latest about the Las Vegas (coughs) shooting, Stephen Paddock wired $100,000 to the Philippines before his attack.
0: Fucking hell. Interesting. It says here, Las Vegas massacre becomes America's 273rd mass shooting in 275 days. Really? yeah mark the 273rd mass shooting in America in the last 275 days <coughs> wow that's some fucking statistic that isn't it
1: one mass shooting every Several facts about gun violence in America Blimey. so should we have guns in the UK then like,
0: like I don't I think there's some sort of statistic it would need to be looked up You have to google it But some sort of statistic with like a a really high percentage like something I'm just going to make these figures up but something like 80% of all gun attacks like big gun attacks like that are from are by illegal weapon owners so if that is the case then weapon owner gun ownership isn't the problem like uh, yeah okay having that amount of guns I look look
1: at things like nowadays uh, kids like you know when we was kids. Well, when I was a kid, not you in particular, but you never had people walking around Liverpool, 14, 15 year old began shooting people. That didn't no. happen. But it happens now.
0: But you, we didn't. I didn't have it when I was a kid, and that's so that's like what a twenty year gap between us. So could being kids, the
1: gang culture thing, video games, and that, stuff
0: like yeah, that. maybe maybe that maybe. The more availability of weapons because, like, obviously, the weapon industry is moving and developing so fast, so the turnover of guns is obviously higher. So, what happens to all those weapons? Maybe, maybe there's, there's more available now. Um, maybe culturally, we're just in a position where having a gun is the new having a knife. Having a knife was the new having a bow and arrow. Having a bow, bow and arrow was the new having your fit. Whatever you know, like maybe it culturally. You're that's going back a
1: fucking long way talking about bow
0: and arrows. <laughs> oh, <I'm> just <laughs> let's go, let's go <laughs> and shoot
1: this fucker in the head with a bow and no, arrow.
0: it's still legal in Wales to sh- to kill a man from from one of the ta- from one Is of the sheep No, but a castle <laughs> in Wales. It's still legal to kill a man with a bow and arrow after mid- after midnight on like a Tuesday or something. You fucking made that up. I swear to God. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what Carson that That's, is now. Let's bring Gary Venton up
1: and
0: ask him. Probably <laughs> up, it? He probably no, still fucking Gary's every Tuesday. No it's Tuesday night mate out. he's out. <laughs> Tuesday night he's out. he's out. with the boats No mate up. have you seen that cunt um, um, with a um oh catapult Pff, mate fucking Gary Venton can shoot a catapult. <laughs> I swear to God mate he can shoot a catapult. I've seen that guy take the top off a coke bottle from like 20 yards with a catapult mate. You can shoot a catapult. Not so you stand um, in a
1: bottle of coke and you're like, hey, has anyone got a bottle opener? Let's get Gary Venton in. <laughs> with a catapult, bam. Gary, you'll probably be listening to this podcast. Know, look. Apparently, you're good with a catapult.
0: Here we go. So if see.
1: someone's messing with your sheep <clears throat> late at night on a Tuesday, you can kill them with a bow and arrow. It,
0: it's still technically okay to shoot a Welshman on a Sunday inside the city walls as long as it's after midnight and with a crossbow.
1: Well, that's completely different to what you just said.
0: Well, all right. You'd,
1: you'd get me fucking locked up. <laughs> so i will get out with a bow and arrow and then I'd, I'd be banged up. Look, no, oh, you, can make cross, legal.
0: you can make a crossbow out of a bow and arrow. Sure, it's I used, got to, another make, bit I used to make, do
1: you remember peg guns? Yeah. Right, peg gun was deadly. Take the metal bit out of a peg, get a normal peg, elastic band, now on the end. Instant gun.
0: Alligators in Arkansas may not be kept in bathtubs. <laughs> <laughs> but in Arizona, it's donkeys that are forbidden from having a soak in the tub. <laughs> not- there you go. You yeah. heard it here first. It is illegal to die in the House of the Parliament. Apparently because otherwise they would be eligible for a state funeral and that is a bit costly for the authorities.
1: Wow. So, all these okay, ridiculous no. laws that we don't have to Yeah, Imagine
0: if well, you knew, I knew the about on the one laws. I knew about the one with the crossbow. The, cross, the crossbow. Vaguely. You
1: said you did say a bow and arrow.
0: Yeah, I did. But I vaguely knew, didn't I? Yeah. So I can't okay. even so you reckon, yeah, the, the,
1: the the old street gangs walk around bow and arrows and that killing each other in Liverpool.
0: <laughs> like Warrior Star, like Hey
1: yeah. man, Robin Hood's here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like <coughs> that must have been surely. Roy. He could he could shoot someone mate. and fall
1: over on the concrete like he did that time. <laughs> that, <for his> <laughs> were you there? Was <laughs> it, it Renick? Me and, Renix. Mate, I was and, so and bad. Roy fell over on the concrete, <laughs> showing us how to shoot his bow. It made mate, a funny noise. So bad. You get bad people that the like moved.
0: you get people like Roy. These people who are like proper hunters. <laughs> Fuck man, he could fucking imagine mate, if he just he wanted could kill pick. you two hundred yards away with
1: that thing. And the arrow would go straight Mate, through. He you.
0: Could, like, you think what you could do with a rifle? Like, you could shoot, kill you from miles away with his rifles. he could shoot you with a bow and arrow easily. He could probably fucking set traps for you, set his dog on you, like, <laughs> overfeed you with cheese. Like. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> overfeed you when you go down there, that's for sure. Definitely. <coughs> he, with like, everything. That cunt could kill you a million different ways. There's people that are just wandering around. Like, people worry about people who can fight. Alright people like Roy, let it kill you and you won't even know who's looking for you <laughs> And what fucking makes it worse is all these hunting companies send him stuff to do it with. Like sponsor. night vision goggles. Let's
1: just yeah. sponsor him like sponsor a four him. grand scope so he can kill someone three mile away. Yeah,
0: with a fucking night vision goggle. It's fucking crazy that there's people out there like that. Like that's like um like commando sort of style, you know, like there's a man just living in the fucking wilderness of Kent. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone takes his daughter he
1: could be like an assassin wouldn't he wow well,
0: I don't he, know if he could the be fat the, f- <laughs> <laughs> the fat the <assing. laughs> fat he would can you imagine him well yeah but he'd need somebody to help him get places and that
1: he's got a big nerve so he'd skin someone wouldn't he make a fucking no, canoe no mate out listen who we kidding? Make make a he'd canoe get canoe someone to do it
0: for him is wrong <laughs> 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 he would actually he do any of the dirty work <laughs> no right, <would> <laughs> but yeah I think it's fucking crazy how you get like just people out there who are that With that ability. Like Johnny Kingdom. (laughs) 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 Fuck, what happened to Johnny Kingdom? Did he get in trouble over that white stag being shot? Or that big... No, the big red stag getting shot or something.
1: No, he's probably been done for being a paedophile or something. No, so I'm pretty sure... I'm still waiting for Bruce to
0: get... There was a big big red stag down like near the Mendips or Somerset somewhere. And the rumour was that he... He let someone shoot it for 10 grand or something. Like a really famous snag. And, uh, <clears throat> let me see if I can find it. And I don't think he's been seen about on TV since that rumour. Um, Maybe it was the one that Roy so
1: put a, a hit out on
0: him. Confronted Pootra over Emperor's death. I the Emperor, that's what they called this this thing. Apparently he confronted a poacher Confronted Pootra over Emperor's death. Yes, he claimed that he confronted a suspected poacher shortly after seeing the Exmoor emperor lying dead in a foggy field. Piercy denied reports that he looked on as a nine-foot-tall red deer was killed, but he broke his legs last night after grainy photographs emerged showing a man slitting the throat of a giant stag in the Misty Moorland Valley. So, I think it was something like it was rumored that he he said to the people, "I was, it was been getting it." it. Yeah, like he charged them ten grand or something, and he uh, guided them to find the emperor and then somebody's like yeah and yeah, then he said, have lost. that was the emperor there it's a nice beast isn't it you know it's yeah. a nice animal and I mean it had to be shot at some point I don't know why there why should have been outrage because the of emperor. it happening when I think of but, the emperor yeah. I think of the
1: one out of Star Wars
0: yeah that's the uh, that's the picture of it after it been shot but um I mean, I don't get why there would be outrage. It, it has to be killed. It's ignorance. I get that, but yeah. So yeah, that was um, Johnny Kingdom. I, I didn't really hear of him much after that, to be honest. Johnny Kingdom. Yeah.
1: Which
0: is just as he well. Give
1: away the star. He gave him away, didn't he? That's what he did. Give
0: away the emperor. He
1: give up the emperor. <laughs>
0: Fucking give up it the Emperor. He's been frowned upon now. He's not getting any more TV work because of that. They won't settle for that in the next one, mate. Not up more mate. Won't settle for that. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking give up the Emperor, mate. <laughs> no one could give up the Emperor. Not an more mate.
1: No.
0: Not way. without
1: consequences.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking consequences for him. So, yeah, that's what fucking... Uh, that's me, mate. That's what I've been up to. Like, what have you been up to? You've been, like, having a like, heart attack and shit, haven't you? <laughs> Look, <laughs> like, I saw one I don't week want you're like so
1: much. you're in hospital. Much
0: well, look, you're in hospital one week, like putting a thing on Facebook. As you obviously that's the first go to now for anybody who goes to the hospital. Shit on Facebook, tell everyone about how you're having this near death experience and shit. And you, it's a bit of real shock and it's an eye opener and it's changed the way you look at things. Next week, you're on my ice eating cheesecake? <laughs> That's Two cheese cheesecakes? That's cheese. No, that's this week. Last week you were eating cheesecake up here. Oh, no. What's no. What's happening then? What's going
1: like? Oh, I've just got to stop eating so much shit. they you exercise say? a
0: bit more. What did they say? What, and so far you've done fuck all exercise and ate more. No, I
1: haven't ate more.
0: Well, you shouldn't have ate less. <laughs> Man, that's to eat yeah it does mate but a man has to be for that man not for all the men in the kingdom <laughs> what oh, so what what happened what, what no, you in Southampton
1: I just had a little bit of a turn
0: what really. did you how did you feel what
1: oh, with me hands no I had I, I, uh, I just had a little bit of a I came over well, I was driving and I came over a bit weird
0: how do you mean weird though like explain like I want to know how you felt I don't want you people listening to this who have experienced it and not the hospital. Right, so, if he was, like a buzzing in my head
1: uh, and like a feeling of wanting to pass out and then I went to feel down to my left hand side from my iPad actually to, uh, to have a look to see how far I was from the destination and I couldn't pick it up. My, I lost the coordination in my left hand so I went to hospital and uh, got wired up and uh, while I was in hospital it happened again Around about this happened, first of all it about 8 o'clock in the morning then about 12 it sort of happened again and I came over all weird again so again they wired me up again and I took bloods and everything and it got to uh, about Six or seven o'clock at night and I was still in there. And uh, my sparrow hook was hungry in the van. So I took all the stuff off from and and fed it. And then decided to discharge myself.
0: So what did they say though?
1: Uh, they just said it's not a good idea to do that.
0: No, you fucking <laughs> melt. What did they say about what was the cause of it? What did they think was going on? They, they
1: said you could be having a TIA.
0: The TIA.
1: It's like a. People have a TIA sometimes leading up to a stroke. Yeah. And they said it's possibly that. But they didn't actually say that it was for sure. Because I didn't really give them time enough, really, in all fairness. Yeah. Uh, I felt fine since. I did stop. I have, to an extent, changed. Uh, Sort of well,
0: that's bollocks, right? Isn't it? That's bollocks. You haven't changed fuck all. We know you haven't changed fuck all. Well, they might not know, but I know you ain't changed fuck all. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> you just haven't. You ain't changed nothing, and anything you have changed is not enough. Hundred percent. Like, so you go, you go too extreme. Like, you, okay, you know what I'm like. You know I will quite happily buy two packets of biscuits, a packet of crisp, a tub of ice cream, a chocolate cheesecake and eat the whole lot, one afternoon. You know I'll do it, you've seen me do it, but I'll do that and then not do it again for three months. And I'll eat chocolate every single day, maybe, but I train every day. I exercise every day. I have an active lifestyle, I drink water mostly all day, I drink lots of water a day. I don't eat any complex carbohydrates, I eat quite healthily, for all my meals are healthy and I have some snacks. You just eat shit... like, And you'll get a trifle for four people... And sit and eat your trifle for four people... Eat boom... Eat a shit out of that... Then... <clears throat> eat a shit meal to go with it... And drink wine that same night... And... You'll do that four or five nights a week... And that's the issue... Not... Not that you're doing it every now and again... You should be able to just eat what you want every now and again... And... Then you'll do... You'll go from that to... And oh, no I'm eating good now... And you'll eat literally... White rice and fish twice a day, and a thing of pineapple. All oh, that's it. That's it. A bit of it, and you'll do that for a few weeks. And it's too extreme. That's too much of an extreme. It's, and I've said this to you many times. <clears throat> Your it's complete lack of knowledge and ignorance around nutrition. It's exactly what it is. Like white rice and fish is not necessarily good for you. It's not bad for you, but it's not necessarily good for you. And if you're just eating white rice and fish
1: Is it better than two whopper excels?
0: Yeah, definitely, (laughs) but you're not all you're doing is you're you're bettering a bad diet, you're not making a bad diet a good diet. So it's a lot better for you than that, but there's nothing there's not enough in white in fish and white rice to sustain your body for the output that you wanna do. And then if you're not given any exercise either you you're having it, you're still having well, a extremity. Inhale.
1: Sometimes I'll hit the gym for like <clears throat> two months, solid. Train every yeah. single day. Yeah. And then I'll go, go for past the years. KFC, take an inhale some like chicken, and then, like, train again for another three months.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing with you. That's the extremity you've got to get out of. Like, I will. The only time I'm extreme is if I have a fight coming up and I need to make weight. That is it. That's the only time I'm extreme. Okay, I don't ever eat. Look, I had potatoes this weekend because I had a roast dinner. I've had two roast dinners in 2017. That's it. Two roast dinners. So, potatoes, I've probably eaten potatoes no more than four times in the whole of 2016. I don't know if I've even eaten rice in 2016. I definitely haven't eaten pasta. Probably haven't ate pasta for two years. Um, bread, I've probably at three times in 2017.
1: You'd be shit going out for an Italian meal somewhere, wouldn't
0: you? I don't go for Italian meals. <laughs> don't go out for Italian restaurants, mate. If I go to an Italian, I will have... To start, I usually have calamari. And then for main, I usually have like a steak or a nice piece of chicken or something. I don't go to Italian restaurants because I don't eat pasta. Don't eat bread, so I don't go to Italian restaurants. I fucking love lasagna. I love garlic bread, but don't. And if I was going to, I would. If, I, if somebody's, like, if say it was your birthday and you're like, I'm going to an Italian, I would go and I would maybe have a lasagna or something. And then if I never had a lasagna again for six months, it wouldn't even bother me. And I love it. I fucking love lasagna. I love winners potatoes, mate. Dauphin Win, wall potatoes. Winners potatoes, mate. Honestly, I love dauphin for potatoes. I don't eat them I love them I don't eat do you want my favourite thing to eat is in the world toast with butter and jam I haven't had toast with butter and jam for at least a year because although I love it it's not It's not good for me toast Isn't with it? butter and jam yeah mate oh, and I'll buy so once I, I used to make weight for a fight since I made weight I'd come home here and I'd have granary bread thick sliced with so much butter that it made the the plate or the counter wet and uh, jam on the top and I would eat the whole loaf one slice after the other Put two slices in add I'm buttering and put the other two slices in and I'd eat the whole lot and then I wouldn't so eat bread again for the next fight like,
1: you'd be 70 kilos and in what time you're going to be 80
0: <laughs> yeah usually about 79 by the time back in and five. so yeah your your <clears throat> your issue is that you don't you don't know how to live a healthy lifestyle you either eat really, really clean shit, really, but you're not doing any exercise, or you're doing loads of exercise. Eating really, really clean, but you're starving your body because you're not giving yourself enough nutrients, or you're not feeding yourself properly, or you're eating way too much shit and not doing anything. You need to find the balance where you're eating exactly what you want to eat, and training, and having a healthy lifestyle. But you can't. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, I know I'm not wrong. Because I know you. But what are you going to do? Wait until you have a fucking stroke and then put a message on Facebook and get the sympathy again? Let me tell you something, mate. All those cunts on Facebook, myself included, who post all these fucking... Oh, mate, sorry to hear that. If you need anything, they're all the cunts who are also going to fucking say, RIP night, can't believe you're fucking gone, mate. Fucking... They're not the cunts who are going to send you a post at night. Get your fucking act together, mate. You had a little shock last week. You had this fucking... I'm going to. I'm going to sit you and me, mate. That's fucking how it is. Like, I'll sit here with you and I'll eat peanut fucking M&M's with you in a minute. And I'll drink tea <laughs> with you. And I'll cook us... Oh, we had quite a healthy tea tonight. Like The pie's not that bad. and I'll. Eat, but I'll eat like a fucking shitty meal with you and I'll do that with you. If you were up here for seven nights, we'd do that one night. The other six nights we'd eat Alfie and I'd tell you do no, to. your diet.
1: Remind me, I need come down once a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because
1: no, I actually don't want to look like John Candy. All right.
0: No, <laughs> well, too fucking late. <laughs> no, and it's not aesthetics. Fuck the aesthetics of how you look.
1: I don't fucking
0: look bad. I'm not I'm saying not being, you did. I'm you said you didn't. I'm not saying.
1: I'm not fucked. Look at me. I'm a beast, man.
0: Listen, like you're saying, you don't want to look like John Candy. I'm saying, fuck the aesthetics. It's not about how you look. It's about what's going on inside. Like, you people say this to me all the time because of how I eat. Like that. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. People are like, oh yeah, but you got to have a treat. You got to have. Fun. I'm like, yeah, no, I do. Like, oh well, yeah, it's not that. Oh, it can't be that bad for you. Like I say to them, if you buy a Ferrari. Would you go out, siphon the petrol out of your next-door neighbour's Fiesta and put it in your Ferrari? Or would you go to the petrol pump and use the premium unleaded that you could get? You'd buy the top fuel. You'd put the top fuel in there. Yes, your body can run on the shitty, siphoned fuel from next-door's Fiesta. Yes, it can. But you you have more than enough ability and means to acquire... The Top premium unleaded, so why aren't you putting that in your body? And then every now and again,
1: probably because you have kill a little me. bit of
0: shit. I'm <laughs> not a good any... fucking
1: fire breather, though.
0: <laughs> I think that's something we should try. I'll happily <laughs> order flame for you, <laughs> but that's that's the way that I look at it. And I know, like, just hearing myself talk, I know I sound like a fucking someone who's preaching at you, you should do this, you should that. I don't give a fuck, like, do, do what you want, but. I see you post these messages and I hear and I talk to you and I know that you're not happy with the lifestyle that you of your eating and stuff like that. So I say it to you. Like, I'm not... like Other people might just fucking like say, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, have you thought about Slim Fast or something? But I'm going to say... Like, it's like, not like Barry Bethel. <laughs> Barry Bethel. <laughs> you
1: don't know Barry... People who are listening to this, he mentioned Slim Fast, are going to know who Barry Bethel is.
0: What depends if my audience are your age.
1: Why well, not, but Barry Bethel is a Slim Fast legend. Is he? Hi, I'm Barry Bethel.
0: Naming the a bell now who right. said that.
1: You'll have to look it up. You'll love it. Barry Bethel. In fact, look, I'll put it on my phone. I'll put Barry Bethel. Right. I'll put Barry Bethel into my phone. All right? Barry Bethel. Right.
0: But you, like, surely you've got to understand that you just need to educate yourself on nutrition, right? Look, like all these people with fad diets, and my clients, and people like that. All they have is a lack of, lack of knowledge in nutrition. Believe I was that fat, me Barry Bethel,
1: but that was three months ago before I lost thirty three pounds on the Slim Fast plan. Barry
0: Bethel, see Barry, oh, yeah. <laughs> there is. Barry, Barry Bethel, Barry Bethel,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Barry Bethel. Oh, so not Barry Bethel yet. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't go on a slim fast. That's just a load of no, shit. No,
0: that's for the people. And these Weight Watchers and all people. They're for people who have no understanding of nutrition. If you understand nutrition and you understand the difference between carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, fats, uh, proteins. But if you understand nutritional values of things, and you can even fuck calories out the window. I mean, I calorie count a bit because I understand. Wh- If I'm having a high fat content diet, I understand my calories will come from fat. So I try and look at the calorific intake around those fats, not my overall calorific intake for the day. Um, But if you can understand the difference between fats, carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, simple sugars, if you understand those things, you understand your diet and you understand what you enjoy to eat and you understand how to create a diet based around those things that's a lot more beneficial for you than going on a Weight Watchers thing where they give you all this shit that's full of sugar. I've never been
1: on anything like
0: that, ever. Well, I could tell. You know. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, like... I think that, you know, like it was obviously... I could tell by reading your Facebook that it, it was a... I'll use the word scare. I'm not saying that you were worried and you were afraid. But like, that was it's a, a shock. Bit, actually, in oh, yeah? fairness,
1: yeah, because like in something like that, you don't actually know what's happening, and I was away from home, and yeah, stranded. Really, basically. But
0: aren't you nomadic?
1: <laughs> no, that's
0: you. <laughs> you live in a van. Like a snow yel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a <snowy> owl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So no, I was. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, I'll so, say. Yeah, I was slightly afraid definitely yeah but obviously not afraid enough to But and a couple of trifles
0: no but and again I think that's because you have no knowledge of nutrition because if you understood nutrition you would eat better than you were previously but still enjoy everything you eat like I love the food I eat that meal that we ate tonight was delicious I thought did you enjoy it yeah
1: definitely
0: Okay, a pie <laughs> look, a pie is not particularly healthy because of the pastry, but that was the only bad thing about that meal. We had a small bit of pie each, so a small bit of pastry. Other than that, we had a vegetable mash, cauliflower cheese, a pie, I had some carrot avocado, and sweet. Carrot, yeah, and sweet. carrot and sweet. So realistically, the pastry was the worst part of that meal. That's not. I, that's nothing to be really guilty about that we've had that meal. So we've had a meal that's not particularly bad for us and it don't consist of fish and white rice. We're not eating a tin of tuna as a snack. You know, like if we want to have a handful of nuts or... Like earlier on, I fancied some nuts and I didn't just fancy plain roasted nuts like I usually had. Well, so I, have I had nuts, those coated actually, nuts. I,
1: I had nuts, mango, like dried mango, yeah. sultanas and nuts. And it was quite nice.
0: Yeah, I oh, did eat a
1: fucking right bag of them, which
0: is, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Again, see, overindulgence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think that's the main thing, mate. It's just nutritional knowledge. But everyone suffers from that. I think that's all these fucking idiots who are paying. Oh, that's fucking derogatory, to be fair. To call cool everybody idiot because they're not idiots. It's just lack of nutritional knowledge. But all these people who are investing in SlimFast and these shake things and stuff. Or most of them are because they have no nutritional knowledge if they could just get the knowledge
1: well, I think I could actually live on peanut butter milkshakes
0: oh
1: 100% 100% <laughs> or Oreo ones yeah even one. I, could, I could quite easily
0: live on them oh I, I'm 100% willing to try <laughs> <laughs> where are those milkshakes from? buy where do we watch Jersey Boys uh, oh Edge Diner it was Ed in Soho Diner and yeah, Soho sorry. Mate, those milkshakes in Ed's diner, and they they, like they just
1: give you what they always fill it up so you can get another free half a glass, yeah. Out of the and silver the top, thing, and you've you're always telling your kids if you go take them some, like you take them, you say, right, don't drink all that milkshake because you won't eat the food. And it's fucking true, you don't, you yeah. have one in milkshake, fills you up. It is milkshake, well,
0: don't the fill one. me up, but like those milkshakes are absolutely the one, yeah, honestly we can have one them there
1: they do them in places like creams there and that don't
0: they yeah
1: not that I spend a lot of my time in creams
0: just <laughs> so so yeah that was your like little scare so now you need to you need to get back to some sort of fitness or something now
1: oh.
0: yeah are you planning to or you, doing, yeah, you I, don't yeah don't know what your next step is
1: I am quite active at work walking around a lot I've got me fit yeah, bit back
0: on don't fucking count me it don't it fucking does, it count. No, count. it doesn't. No, it don't, mate. You you obviously you were active at work before you had this fucking funny turn. It don't count, mate. Doesn't. I have you need got to, get, to I have gotta
1: get back in the gym, training, running again. Because I was running a lot. And I do enjoy it once but it's, it's the well you've been you've been training me, i run and stuff I can yeah. run, I can run a long way and yeah. I was very fit at one time but I just uh, the thing is it takes you have to get into the like rhythm of doing it do you know what I mean it takes you yeah, a couple of weeks it
0: has to become a habit before you enjoy it like I didn't think I don't think anybody goes for one run and says oh oh no this this is it for me in fact well, that, what, what I made the no, no, mistake of doing for. was
1: I was going too fast too quickly I mean I'd I'd say right we'll stop running go and i go going run fucking five miles <clears>
0: and, and then like exactly and then, what I was saying about you the food. next day I'm like fuck me I can't move. Yeah, exactly.
1: Where I, I should be going out and doing like half a mile a mile. Exactly. And building up, it's exactly which like, is like with
0: your food mate. Exactly the same thing. Massively overindulgence and then fuck it off. No I can't. Same you eat so much shit that you can't get any good. I, used up to and to do, it, and I still think thing.
1: that like you know I mean I used to be running fucking 10 miles a day sometimes and I still think that I can do that. When realistically,
0: well you could. But then you couldn't run for fucking 10 miles for the next week then? Because you've fucked your body up so much. Yeah, so I've got, it got to
1: start building... It. I've got to get into the routine, really, I think. It's root, It's all about routine and about getting into... Well, as you know, you will know that. You're training, you had a routine of training. Yeah. And when you're not in your routine of training, you don't want to train.
0: No, I always want to train. Um, what the hard thing for me is getting back into the routine. Not because I don't want to train, but because... Um, it's hard then because you've filled the the times that you do train you filled that space with doing other stuff yeah. so now training has to come with compromise that's what yeah. be before but there was no compromise, exactly,
1: yeah, compromise. And, it's, and it's difficult sometimes because I get in I'll, I'll get up five o'clock in the morning go to work get in five o'clock in the evening I think fucking hell I'll sit down Yeah, fine. I don't think oh fucking hell let's get out and get up the gym and do something I don't I'm not thinking like that maybe if I did it and I went back to training I was fucking again like I say I'll go to extremes I'll go for, like, running five miles a night and fucking training for like two or three hours and then and that was happening a lot and then I just stop yeah. it's not good for your muscles either you, you know you're, you're shrinking and and stretching all the time and you know so your muscles are pulling and yeah, it's hard it is hard and and you got to remember I'll be 50 this year yeah this coming year not this year 2018. I'll be 50 50 years old yeah That's us chicken anymore yeah
0: no definitely not but you still but feel more, in your mind more, you
1: are because I'm thinking like when I was playing football five days a fucking week I was running I was super fit you know I'd always be, but as you get older it just but that's gets more, more difficult
0: that's, for, that's more important for you now to be training I'd say that makes it more important for you to be doing something um because the work that you put in now will hopefully help you be healthier for longer you know just like doing that getting some running in and doing some jogging or so you've ran one day and you don't want to run let get a skipping rope do five three minute rounds skipping that's 15 minutes of exercise it's just 15 minutes of exercise more than what you've done if you hadn't skipped and then the next day just shadow box shadow box for 25 minutes just moving around your garden moving around your front room just do something do some press ups do some sit ups just do something and then as long as you do doing every day the day that you don't do something you'll think oh I felt like doing something and just catch yourself going out to put the kettle on on your Sunday cheat day and have a little shadow box in the glass in the glass of the patio doors just because you haven't done anything but your body wants do, you to I'll do it anyway <coughs> yeah but I mean for longer than like a second before you're out of breath well like, Two or three <clears> seconds, that is. Yeah, so like just, and that's how you'll, it happened. Then eventually, the walk up cracks... the stairs
1: instead of pissing in the sink. That's, yeah. what I think. <laughs>
0: that's a
1: joke, everyone, by the way. you coming round well, for Well, it's some fucking open it's just dead up. in
0: my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, like, and then it just becomes the next week, you end up doing, oh fuck me, I'm doing six rounds of skipping. Fuck me,
1: I, I've walked up the stairs twice. <laughs>
0: yeah and so I've and enter my colostomy bag into anyone's sink this week <laughs> yeah and then before you know it mate you're in a habit of then training I mean,
1: there's a bit of dirt on my trainers
0: yeah yeah exactly so i think yeah just fucking get crack on the more like the more you make excuses the easier it is to make an excuse very true
1: like
0: the same for like Mate, I gag to go training. I'm fucking like, oh, I can't wait to go training. But I go, I work three jobs. You know, I'm I'm working three jobs. I I train every day. I still train even though I'm at home here. And then I've That's had the these massage issues with,
1: in ganny You're right. I mean, yeah. You're still doing the extras and that.
0: Yeah, of course, mate. Give a little bit of a little slime <laughs> massage down the side. you know, a Little, you <laughs> think? No, you melt. Um, I uh, no, but. Completely fucking forgot what I was going there, eh? you got my mind on massages I, massages. I was thinking about massages. Um no then so I've had this with the migraines. So I haven't trained look I trained uh I trained four times over the course of three weeks and I trained four times, went grappling with Chris Ogden twice, did some pads once and then did a sprint circuit once and got a migraine after every session. Every time I train, i got a migraine. And my migraines are like, mate, last for four days. My last one lasted for five days. Oh, man. I'm so, and so I get like the blurred vision, and I get numbness down one side, and then I get a migraine, a really bad migraine. Then I, the next day, I feel like i got a hangover, like that dry, really dry feeling in my head. And I'll be talking to somebody. And I get really confused. So somebody will say like, Oh yeah, your mate Nigel I'm like, Nigel Yeah, Nigel, Nigel King. And I'll see your face and I hear the name but the two don't correlate. So I'm closing my eyes and I'm seeing your face and I'm saying Nigel but I'm not like, I don't think that's his name, Nigel that's the wrong person, surely. And I can't make the two tally up. And uh I get the same with like I'll be talking to you <clears throat> or having a conversation and I find it very hard to, to stick with the conversation, F- find it very hard to stay focused and maintain concentration. And I'll be like that last time was five days, like five days before I felt my normal self again.
1: Are you sure you ain't got some premature like dementia? Mate, or something?
0: I've I've gone and my eyes tested, I've had an MRI scan, doctor says, sounds exactly like migraines. So. I've, I've said to him like something's got to be wrong and of course you been punched in the head for 15 years you think about what it could possibly be um, <clears throat> so I went and saw the doctor the Doctor, has like migraines so he's put me on these new tablets now he wanted to put me on tablets all the time so I take tablets as a preventative and I said to him I didn't want that so I'm not I'm not up for that I so said I'd rather take a tablet I'd rather try different tablets for for if I get one tackling it so that's what I'm on now if I get a migraine I have to carry tablets with me all the time if I get a migraine I have to take them and see how that helps and if that doesn't work we've got to try a different type of tablet and go along those lines but um yeah the stimulus for that seems to be training for some reason so I haven't trained <clears throat> I've trained every day but I haven't trained properly for like three weeks so I'm hoping now I've been migraine free for two weeks I'm hoping that I can get and do some cardio this week some high intense cardio and stay migraine free if I can and I'll hopefully get back up to being able to grapple or something next week you know mm. <coughs> oh. yeah yeah it's fucking shit but
1: how long have we been talking now
0: an hour and 44
1: bloody hell yeah we said going to do a little sneaky hour
0: yeah I know it flies by doesn't it it
1: does but it's funny because yeah. like I'll we'll have to sort of make a because when I come down there's always loads to talk
0: about yeah and like this is a good one for me because <clears throat> it's just nice to just get another one out there like maybe no one will listen you know it doesn't, that sort of shit doesn't bother me whether anybody listens or not um, because I listen to podcasts that I'm listening to them and I look back and they've got hardly anybody to listen to them, but I really enjoyed it I listen to others and people rave about them and I think they're absolutely shit can't listen to them so I just think it doesn't have to be for everybody I'm not putting this out there for everybody it's not <clears throat> it's not I, th- I think I've got a message everybody should listen to this and that's I don't care like I enjoy sitting down doing this and recording it and I think that uh, you know I can learn as much from this as as I can... Like, I can gain as much... But I don't think it's
1: ever when you sit down and you're just talking normally, nothing's sort of scripted, is it?
0: That's the thing, it's not scripted. Nobody's telling you what I can say.
1: that you you haven't said, right, let's talk about this topic and that topic. And, and you're just saying, okay, well, what have you been up to?
0: Yeah. And, that's, and what happens is, is that... So, I think that you meet people and you can be quite friendly with them and know them quite well and you know see them a few days a week and they and they have an impression a persona they they build up a, a, an image of who they think you are and then they listen to something like this and they're like fuck he's like actually it's he's he's even different. more of a prick than a thought exactly was. yeah which is what people will think about you Nigel. but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so and then people can say fuck man he, like oh he does think because I have I have friends and I don't have any no, I, I never talked about politics oh, I never know I've <laughs> got, got friends no uh, I said uh, Luke you said I've got friends um <laughs> yeah me and but plural it was plural you <laughs> know <laughs> right. um yeah so I have friends who I've known for a long I don't have any sort of political discussion with them or I don't talk about gun crime and I don't talk about no, anything you about gun crime. You know, yeah so yeah so I'll have these conversations with you and people who know me might just think, oh, I'll chuck with his podcast on I've listened to one before, put it on and they might think, fuck, he completely agrees with all of my sentiments. I never knew that about him because I've never had that conversation with them.
1: Oh, oh. Actually, he's a proper dick.
0: Yeah. Which, boom, like that's, you put yourself out there if that's what people want to think about me. Like, that's what you have to think. Like, I can't, I can't, uh, so, I'm of the impression of if you're not meaning to hurt or offend anybody then you then it makes no difference about their criticism. Like if you want to criticize me and you want to dislike me and you want to that's fine you do it because I know for a fact I've not gone out my way to be offensive or to 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 be abusive or to have opinions that uh, or to, to hurt somebody. I just, I me mean, I try, I'm trying not to offend people. and am trying not to hurt them I'm just trying, to, these are my opinions. That's how it is. They might be right. They might be wrong. They might <coughs> have, have a right or wrong. This is how it is. So I think, uh, yeah, if you want to dislike that, say I, that I,
1: I I think I'd like to think that, like, I treat everybody the same. Like India. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no uh, it's
1: just it's just chit chat isn't it really that's all it is you could call it Wesley's chit chat
0: yeah uh, mate I see on Facebook all the time people having Facebook arguments well and have
1: you noticed what I do now uh, every i just got into a habit of it uh, as you know I love going football
0: I love West Ham
1: I'm always going to the home games me and Ruby go all the time now and I just go into this habit of, like, when I'm walking to the ground, uh, I just say, okay. I'm walking along, everyone, all the crowd are walking to the ground, and I just do a little live video and say, right, has anyone got any predictions on today's score? Yeah. And I'll get people messaging me now on the Saturday morning, go, oh, are you going to do predictions today? And stuff yeah. And like, so it's it's just got I got into a little habit of doing it, which I quite enjoy yeah. doing.
0: Like,
1: on well, the live videos, when we <coughs> just come, it's just... I think that people do, that it's more interesting to watch something live like that than it is to see something that's been set up and
0: because yeah. it's
1: like very off the cuff. and
0: Yeah, and I know. think also because like, so if this gets no listeners, it won't stop me It's definitely going to get
1: one list. listener though. Yeah. That
0: will be me. You tomorrow in the van.
1: Yeah, I'll be no. listening to it on my way down to Bournemouth. <laughs> so I'll be driving down to Bournemouth. It takes about, Two and a half hours. Oh, we better keep going for another so, four. minutes. Uh, but it's just something for me to listen to again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was I pissed last oh. night? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> not just oneself. I've only had uh, a glass and half, half a of glass of wine. wine. That was it. It's a
0: big half a glass. Um, so next um, your, what was it? Jack Rabbit. Jack Rabbit. No. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but if I didn't get any listeners to this podcast, it won't stop me doing my next podcast. It won't have any influence over whether I do my next podcast. If I was to log on to SoundCloud and it came up tomorrow, one listener, and then next Thursday it said one listener, it, that would have no influence over me doing my next podcast.
1: It did have one of my mates listen to it, actually. Yeah? Last time. Oh, and Kev. Lots of people listened Kev, to it. Kev listened to it. Many people did. Kev Finch listened to it. So did Dave, Dixon.
0: My mate. Mate, loads, my, uh, loads of friends of mine give me feedback on them, and I love that. I'm like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying oh, I don't care. No, do. Like if people say to me that podcast was brilliant, I love it. I'm glad that people enjoy listening to, to what I have to say and what you have to say. And I love that that you've got an avenue to talk about anything that you want to talk about. I love that that you know, like I, I can talk about any subject here, and somebody might mess me and say, "Oh, I didn't know you were into that. Did you know this?" Boom. Like m- the fact that I read. I read so much, and then. People can listen on this and say, oh, I heard that you were reading that book that you've just finished. we I just finished a great book about um, about mnemonics and stuff. Them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slowly. So I read like two, two books a month. And I just read a book now. It's called Moonwalking with Einstein. And uh, it's it's about mnemonics and memory, uh, like, m- like memory championships, like competing at memory championships. Really good book. I really enjoyed it. I love that I mention that book and then somebody might listen to that podcast and say to me, Wait, have you read this book? I know you read that book by Josh Fower. How about this book by so and so? Boom. And before you know it, I've got a whole new collection of books that I can start reading. I love all those and elements. A whole new collection and what of it does people. is But what it does is, mate, as why well, I could do all of that in a Facebook status. It eliminates people's ability to go underneath and write something absolutely fucking stupid for no reason. Like, the amount of times you'll post something just like, just read a great book by Josh Fowler, um, so-and-so, so-and-so, and then people have just put like, oh, thought you read The Daily Sport. People and you're like, like, Tim Carr. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Tim Hughes. Tim Hughes. Tim Hughes. Yeah. He does say some good <laughs> shit <though>. mate, <laughs> fucking Tim Hughes, honestly, don't add him on your Facebook. Oh I've read a good
1: book the other day. It was uh, Spot went to the farm. yeah That's fantastic. But, no, but
0: people will put shit like that <laughs> underneath your Facebook status and I'm like, You've added nothing? I get you're trying to be funny and whimsical, but this is a this is a status about a book that I've just read. I enjoyed it. Like t- and you've gone and even book or oh, thought you'd only read Daily Sport. Like no nobody sat rolling stories. around on their chair you don't read the, no, the pictures look at the pictures but, but do you get what I mean nobody sat around rolling off their chair thinking to themselves oh it's fucking brilliant he said well, listen love come and have a look not really look at the world's <coughs> face that's not happening so this eliminates that so this eliminates the need for interaction let's say I'll tell you what though wouldn't
1: it be interesting grab this imagine if we could do this live
0: with phone-ins. No, you can. We could do... We could Facebook Live one. We could do a Facebook Live version of this and people could just either do a phone-in or people could just um, pop questions or whatever onto Facebook.
1: That might be worth doing.
0: Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe in the future it'd be worth looking at. But then again, you also... But then Tim also, Hughes would come,
1: on, come
0: in. Yeah, but that's what... that So this that would be the downside of it. Is it. <laughs> the the downside of it would be that you're then taking something that's very much not necessarily about who's listening, and you're making it about who's listening, uh-huh. and then you target for an audience, which I think is the great thing about this.
1: There is no target audience for it.
0: No, it's it so is what it is. To to it's it. two fucking idiots sat in a house talking mean absolute mean fucking, fucking shit. What do you mean? Well, two no, I'm an idiot as well is. as you. So. <laughs> Yeah, we're just sat in the house talking absolute shit. You want to listen to it, you don't want to listen to it. You turn off after 20 minutes, you keep listening. Whatever. It is what it fucking is. Boom. That's how it goes. When I think maybe if you put it on Facebook Live, you're sort of forcing it upon people. And then, like, I'll, I'll, I'll advertise it, we've done this onto my Facebook. If people want to go to the link and download it and listen, they can. It's not on their Live. They click on it, they start watching it, pff, turn that off. You know, so I think... That's the beauty of it. Is it? it's two fucking idiots just talking shit. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. So what? Like, I've got some of the guests that i got lined up are so diverse. Like, people who, literally, I've spoken to and they've got one thing about them that I want to talk about. And it could be, like, I don't know. I can try and think of something. What a Tiger
1: would say when you asked him?
0: he well up for it, mate. Well, went up for it, but he was probably pissed at the time, so. But, shagging someone's missus or something. Yeah, exactly. Something.
1: No, that'd be John Terry, was that?
0: Was <laughs> but yeah, so like it could be like a bump into somebody, and they've grown the the British marrow growing record. They've grown the biggest marrow in Britain, and they've been telling me about it. But they were enthusiastic when they were telling me, and I thought. Man, I'd love to fucking sit there and talk to you. Like, it's interesting. You've grown... I find that interesting that you've grown the world's biggest marrow ever. you him up
1: on Facebook and he had a fit missus.
0: You know and what I said about those people who write shit underneath people's statuses? Yeah. And it's for absolutely no fucking reason. It's just bollocks. That's what you're doing, but in the verbal form now. <laughs> just talking absolute shit that has no relevance. I was
1: just thinking that, like, why would you want to fucking speak to someone who grew marrows?
0: That's, so that's my point that podcast isn't for you then don't fucking tune no, in I if I want to speak to someone like that <laughs> it's because I want to speak to them I don't care whether you want to listen I'm going to fucking get you've just now. proved my point no you've proved my point I don't give a fuck whether you want to listen to it if I want to talk to this guy because I find it interesting I, I've watched loads of programmes about right? these people who grow the biggest fucking vegetables in Britain or whatever I think that's fucking cool like the dedication it takes every single year to plant these fucking plants and nurture them and grow them. never know what you're going to get you do you have no control you do everything you can for this marrow to what goes into it what how their mind works from an athlete's point of view someone who competes this guy's doing the same he's competing what how his state of mind is does he get in the same state of mind about does he think about is he going out testing his soil is he thinking about the nutrients how much faults going to, that really interests me. If it don't interest you, that podcast ain't for you. So the best thing to do is don't tune in. I think and that's the great a lot thing of about podcasts. That,
1: that you knew <clears throat> interested in nutrients and plants, and <laughs> like that type what of thing. What makes you think i know that, sort of that sort of thing? You know, I think that there'd be loads of people that would be interested. What in What
0: makes sort you think I'd know that? Those sort of people.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you're a hippie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, touche, yeah, I guess I would know these people. Um, no, so yeah, that's a perfect example. That podcast ain't for you then. The Marrow, the man with the Marrow. I don't know any of these people. If anybody knows somebody who grows vegetables, giant yeah. vegetables, not just that's not fucking, just fucking I mean, Albert, big, but the allotment,
1: we're talking big, big Marrows.
0: Yeah, That's like someone about. who competes at Grand Central, hundred percent. I'll speak to him. Under fucking, I would find that really interesting. It could be someone who a farrier. Let's say it's a farrier who's. I would love to speak to a farrier. It's a lost I fucking. Love to them in Chatham,
1: are they? is there? Yeah, farriers.
0: Yeah. I like. I, fashion, don't farriers, pikeys, horses, I don't know any farriers. not But I don't know any farriers. Uh, a bit derogatory, mate to be fair I'm
1: right? not, uh, listen I know a few travellers who are proper lost in farriers yeah because they've been brought up around horses so obviously
0: yeah yeah So do like, you know what I mean it's in their blood don't get wrong I wouldn't just want to talk to fucking Dave the fucking farrier but like, a farrier who just specifically does a certain type of apiarist that'd It'd be, be w- interesting a what apiarist someone, someone apri- who keeps bees yes no, that I didn't even know it was an apiarist that'd be wicked because I last year well no not even last year it was this year a couple of months ago Excuse me, I was pricing up beehives. I was going to try and get a couple of beehives and put them on some of the land that I hunt and try and make my own honey. Because what I like about them is, lots of people are doing it in London, keeping bees in that On in London, the roofs. On the roofs. To
1: pollinate all the plants. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what I like about it is, bees will go to specific flowers, specific tastes, and the honey will taste with what, I really like the idea of that, placing some beehives in different parts of, a local area and seeing how diverse your honey would be, I, I like the idea of that. Um, so yeah, an apiarist would be a really good one. But again, somebodys says I don't want to fucking listen to something to talk about bees. Cool, then that podcast isn't for you. Tune into my next one. Do you not? Do, do you see what I'm saying about the beauty of podcasts? No,
1: definitely.
0: Look, like I I regularly go on. I use Podcast Addict. Like obviously, these are available on iTunes and most places link to iTunes so Podcast Addict links to iTunes I use Podcast Addict I have an Android so on Podcast Addict I can go and I can search Apiarist right now let me have a look see if anything comes up for there Apiarist. will be people
1: talking about bees for but, sure
0: no so that's the beauty of it so I type in find Podcast Addict I open it <clears throat> type in Apiarist
1: got a picture of Peter Sufflick, Sutcliffe come out and say no, it's rapist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how do you spell apiarist? A-P. <laughs> U-R-I-F-T?
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: You're searching for it and nothing's coming up, but, you know, if that's definitely how you spell it. Talk
1: about a book, no, you can't spell apiarist.
0: Well, I haven't read a book about it.
1: I'm putting a picture of a bee.
0: You can't put in pictures, mate, on a search. A Ah, apiurist. It's not apurist. Uh, do, do you know how do you know the word apurist is defined? No. Apiurist is a fancy word for beekeeper. <laughs> there you go. Fancy. <laughs> fancy that. Fancy. Um right, let's see. So you could type it in Apirist. Already episodes, boom, two, straight away. Press cancel now, click on the episodes. The Angry Apiarist, NJ State Apiarist. So straight away, two podcasts about apiarists. So <clears throat> that's the beauty of podcasts. Anything that you want to type in, boom. I'll, quite, I'll just get in a mood one audio day. Audio books and things like that. Oh, oh, I love audio books, but again, an audio book is it's confined by the fact that a book has to be published by somebody so you have to put all this work into a paper it has to be sent to someone in a pub trust to say yeah I'll publish it a podcast doesn't have that two dickheads in a front room in Bristol put microphones on their computer and they make a podcast I actually quite like these mics so let me one. just explain to people listening that what is these
1: mics We can just tell
0: them what they are and you can just they can look at them they're blue them.
1: but they, they remind me blue snowballs they're blue snowballs but they remind me personally of War of the
0: Worlds yeah that's exactly there what they remind me of that's what it reminds me of yeah that's a or, reference or the,
1: or the, or the them things in Battlestar Galactica
0: yeah these are references for the older listener <laughs> to be fair the
1: retro listener to be fair I don't say think the this, retro listener
0: this is one of those podcasts that's probably not for the younger listener to be fair <laughs> it's been full of absolute tripe nothing short of a very poor too Ronnie sketch that never <laughs> made it past the editing room floor <laughs> bit of a pilot I don't think either of them were pilots
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite like this I've never yeah, seen my podcast I might actually bring my mic down I bring it know.
0: it's the same company Blue you've got the Yeti yeah
1: that's the one yeah you've got the
0: Yeti these are so, so I bought these because they had good reviews and I'm really happy with them. I and I use something called Voice Meter to run two mics into it. So I run that into Voice Meter, and then I record with something called Audacity. So, and I think that that combination is really good because I was going to buy like a some separate audio editing software to run the microphones into that and come up with something one a bit of different. I want to put
1: those mics that come down from the ceiling. Yeah, but then you've got and the, the headphones. Ceiling. Yeah, which is what so I so that you could look like someone out of R.E.O. Speedwagon.
0: <coughs> I don't want that is. <laughs>
1: See that for the older listeners would understand. that. Yeah,
0: it um, looks really cool
1: to have the headphones on. And the, no, but that's uh, so that that
0: will be that will be along the lines for me. So when I was going to build my spare room into a studio, a podcast studio, um, I was going to have that. It's going to have like put a proper mic system. Is that and it was used
1: for storing all your power-lining
0: gear? Yeah, exactly. And also, I think the beauty about my podcast will be my commitment. To get a good podcast, like I will travel and I will take all of my stuff to somebody, and I'll sit in their house or their office, and I'll record a podcast. When you have a system set up at home, people have to come to you to do a podcast. So, I think the wh- trouble is is getting someone to come to Stockwood, isn't it? Yeah. Who's going to park yeah. their car outside? That's true. Do you know no, what I mean? That true. is the problem. Yeah, it's very without getting true, their car said. stolen. Yeah, or even very killed true. by the DRDS. By <laughs> <want> DRDS. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's gonna be that's the beauty of, of my podcast hopefully is it because I will go to whoever it, whoever is in line I'll go to them and I'll record at their place if they can if they can like
1: if they've got any electric if they got
0: somewhere quiet where we can sit and, sit and set it up then yeah Got electric man we've been on this we for two just, hours
1: should actually just go down like Bedminster get some tramp off the off the street and thought bring about, him in for a cup of tea and say son. right
0: mate now, I had I had an argument the other day on the door about homeless guys but I would I've thought about doing podcasts with a homeless person I know a couple of homeless people from working the door I know a couple of homeless people who pass by and I talk to them and I give them some money and stuff and I gave someone some money the other night and uh, yeah, it's 10, he eight. said and they asked he asked a young student 19 as Q he I asked him for some money. He said, like, no, I haven't got any money. And uh, he said, I haven't got any change. And um, then his girlfriend gave him some went, What do you give him change for? She went, "I might some change? He said, he's not going to spend it on drugs. So I, at and I said, so? And he said, what do you mean? I went, so what? He said, we well, can spend his money on drugs. I went, when you got paid this afternoon by your boss, did he stipulate what you can spend your money on? I went, no. I went, so why should you be able to stipulate what he spends his money on? He's like, I worked for my money. okay. I challenge you to go and spend the day and the night walking around the streets asking people for money. Oh, it's not work. Okay, so go and do it. Do you think that person there would rather spend all day and all night walking around the streets not knowing how much money he's going to get asking people for money or do you think he would rather have employment and go to a job? Oh, well, it's his own point before he ain't got a job well you're being rather presumptuous I said but I'll roll with it okay it's his fault that he doesn't have a job why is it his fault well he's on drugs okay so he's got an addiction I said so an addiction is an illness I said so is it his fault that he's got cancer as well and, oh well no it's different well, it's not different as he's got an illness I said if he had depression do you think that that justifies the fact that he can't get a job um well I said well he has addiction it's an illness he can't get a job because of his addiction i said now let's say this guy really really wants a job yeah he could get a job okay you own a business are you going to employ him no why aren't you going to employ him because he's homeless but he's homeless because he doesn't have a job yeah so how does he get a job if he hasn't got a house how does he get a house if he doesn't have a job oh well there's places he can go to help them i like, where where are these places that he goes that will help him get over his addiction, get a job, and give him a house? So, uh, I said, right. I said, what you've been here is very, very naive. I said, I'm look, look, I'm not, not angry with you. I'm not. We're not having an argument now. All I'm saying is you made a brash comment that you shouldn't give him money because he's going to spend it on drugs. And I've just said to you, why should you dictate what he spends his money on? I said, would you have? too much pride to walk around the street in the rain asking people for money in shoes with holes yeah of course i would I went, right that's a man that there's a man he was born the same way that you were possibly raised in exactly the same way that you were what makes you think that he didn't have too much pride to do that well i don't know I Said exactly so imagine how painful it must be every day for him to walk around the streets asking people for money just so that he can take drugs when he was a man who had exactly the same pride that you have at 19 years old. He's like, oh, well, I just think that he should go out and there's got to be a way for him to find a job. And, like, I knew... Like, I know that I wasn't trying to... I wasn't trying to to educate the guy. I wasn't trying to teach him. I wasn't trying to be, like, a... um, I don't know what the word is. Like, I'm not, like... Like it it annoyed me, and I thought you're so you're so naive that' just maybe you haven't seen it from this point of view and I'm not trying to tell, I'm not trying to give you that point of view see so it changes your mind and you suddenly the world's brighter and you see things differently just that's how I see it you see it another way perhaps if I hear the way that you're seeing I'll understand you more perhaps if you hear the way that I see it I'll, you'll understand me more <coughs> vice versa. I could tell by the end he just was it was never going to change it was a right-wing attitude but I thought to myself that's it. 19 years old that has to come from somewhere you're not he hasn't developed that opinion on his own at 19 that's come from somewhere right that's a an opinion that's been put upon him either from his family or his friends or peers or education or however so surely that's an opinion that's systemic or deeply ingrained somewhere along the line <clears throat> and that's what has to change you know that that opinion i don't your opinion might be completely different you might have a fucking opinion i don't i think i, I, mean, I give I mean, these people money
1: yeah i do the other day so i was i was putting some signs up some uh somewhere in london and where i had to go i had to go early in the morning there was a there was actually a guy who was asleep on a bench. It was a really damp old morning. It was damp, but <clears> there's <throat> pigeons actually sitting on him, roosting on him, for uh,
0: his body, on move. him,
1: on him, on his, on his sleeping bag. <coughs> and when I went over there, that's basically on him. I literally had to sort of scurb off of him. And then he said, he got up and he's a scouser. He's old. He's about sixty odd. And he got up and he said to me, "I'm sorry, son. I'm getting in your way." And I said, "No, you're not, mate." I said, "You stay there. So you're not getting in my way." so I was just shooing the birds off him and shitting on you mate and uh, I said as I was putting the signs up he was just sitting there shivering and I said to him uh, excuse me for asking but how did you get yourself in this situation and it turned out that he'd, he'd, he'd had a really nice house in Liverpool and his wife had died and then his two sons had somehow managed to con the house off of him and sold it and I don't talk to him anymore. And he came to London, got a job with a friend, and the friend something up to the friend. And then he was left on his own, couldn't go back to Liverpool, and he just ended up homeless. And through no fault of his own,
0: he's just. Just you know shit what I mean? luck. It's, it's a shit, shit roller shit and, and I said. And maybe he could, maybe going, he could have done more, yeah, but that's where he is now. Yeah, and, was,
1: and i just. And he was coughing really badly and really ill. And I'll give him a fiver to go to McDonald's and get something to eat. But. That's you know, as you look at things, sometimes people's, and it can happen really, really quickly.
0: I honestly believe one hundred percent, none of us are more than one bad situation away from that. No, no, I, I believe I think that. You're right. Like I've had, you know, like breakups in relationships that have made me feel so fucking low that I don't even want to speak to my friends and family. I just want to be on my own, and I want to fucking eat shit, and I want to, like. And that's nothing that's a, that's a breakup in a relationship that's not even any, I don't even think about these people anymore I broke up with but that caused me to not want to speak to anybody so imagine if you've had something in your life I don't know maybe it's someone you've been with for 15 years and that breaks up and they were your everything boom and that sends you that could be it maybe it's your mum passing like I know people have had but like they've lost their mum and that sent them into a deep spiral like maybe it's something like that that's just a boom the catalyst that just causes this spiral and I honestly believe that that none of us are more than that situation that one situation we never know what that situation will be and maybe it'll never happen maybe as soon as that situation happens someone notices it and pulls us out of it but but I believe we're never more none of us are never more than one situation bad situation away from that
1: well, but you're right. and
0: Definitely. then if you're then if you throw in addiction into that as well like I have some friends lots of friends who are addicts they're heroin addicts still heroin addicts now recovering heroin addicts recovering crack cocaine addicts one of our employees at my work is a recovering crack cocaine and heroin addict been clean for like five years or something now but recovering in Nick Swift, you've met him before, but Nick, a friend of mine, he's a recovering um, heroin addict and alcoholic. Been clean for like 18 months, but he had 24 years of like drug and drink abuse. And I honestly think that throwing addiction into the mix of any of those little scenarios, boom, that's your catalyst, bam, you're gone, that's your spiral down. You know? And I think it's naive to. I think no, it's it's not even maybe naive. It's too easy to shut your front door. Too easy to shut your front door and you escape it. Because don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't come in and think about these people. Like I'm not, I'm not fucking Gandhi here, sat on my fucking sofa trying to devise ways of making their life better. That's fucking bullshit. When I'm out, if I see one of them, they ask for money. I always give them change. Always. There's a guy in Bath naughty. If I ain't got change, I'll say to him, "It's naughty It's a fiver." Go to the shop, get me a can of Coke and bring change back. Go to the shop, get me a can of Coke. And I will give him two quid, let's say, at the fiver. But I don't then come home and think about, oh, I'm not here. I wonder what he's doing with that two-pound one. No, that's bullshit for me to p- portray portray myself like that. I don't. I don't come home and think about these people. I come in and shut my door and that's it. And that's too easy for people to do that. And once you shut your door, you don't... You don't then open up your mind... You're not opening up your mind to what your eyes are seeing. Yeah? Does that yeah, definitely.
1: make sense? I mean, <coughs> all those people were killed yesterday. And when people were injured. And we were like, oh, fucking hell. Blah, 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 these poor people and stuff like that. Yet then tonight when we're thinking about the lottery, I'm thinking about eating a steak and fucking kidney we i not thinking about them people.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's
1: very easy to forget. Yeah. And but that's
0: even an extreme, like... That's an extreme situation. Homelessness and people being on... It's not extreme. That's an everyday situation. We I, we could go out now and I guarantee if we drove my car around for <clears throat> seven minutes, we'd see at least one homeless person. Seven minutes, let's say, we drove around in the car. If we drove around for an hour, I guarantee we'd see like five homeless people. Someone
1: the other day, I was in town in Molly in Chatham and then we walked past and this bloke uh, in his doorway in his car they built this little cardboard tent type thing and uh, we saw him said look at him in that cardboard tent and John you know Molly said to me a couple of days later it was a really cold night He said dad that fucking bloke died we'd seen him uh, a couple of days before and he died in that doorway mm. that's sad isn't it
0: yeah it is sad because... that's someone's
1: family do you know what I mean
0: yeah and, and people it's...
1: say Look at them fucking, John Walker, look at them fucking wasters and
0: stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, or druggies or wasters or whatever that they want to label them. And it's not, uh, this isn't me virtue signalling. I'm not looking for somebody to say, oh, that Wes, he's a nice guy. If you heard his thoughts on, give a fuck what your opinion is. I'm not, don't care if you think I'm a good person or a bad person or you agree with me or don't agree with me. <clears throat> That's a fucking human being any thought that you've had, when you lay in your bed and you miss somebody, when you lay in your bed and you worry about what you're going to do tomorrow for fucking money, when you fucking lay in your bed and you're excited about the fact that tomorrow's meant to be sunny and you'll get to do, that person in that doorway has had every single one of those thoughts without a doubt, had those thoughts, missed someone, fucking excited to see someone, longed for someone, like all of them, it's had all those thoughts, and we can just shut them off because their circumstances have meant that they're they're out there and we're in a high school cozy. That's it. Just a fucking roll of the dice shit luck circumstances have left them in that position and we're in this position. We didn't get the fucking addiction, they did get the addiction. We didn't get the shit relationship that they got lumbered with and they got for whatever scenario it is, that's all it is. They're, that's all in it that separates. us. Yeah. I've
1: had a fucking nice house, nice kind of stuff, and I've fucking lost everything yeah I've been in that situation yeah. do you know what I mean and I've been at the the low ebb and stuff like that so just you know and we'd spoken about it a lot in my past yeah how my, my life's gone over the past I don't know five or six years and and about saying about fuck me you have to just keep positive and keep going forward not fucking backwards the world ain't gonna stop spinning for you yeah yeah
0: do you remember that yeah yeah the world
1: ain't gonna stop spinning because yeah. you're having a shit time and and I think some people just they can't go forward. It is them so badly they can't go forward and they
0: Well no, I, t- I tell you as well, mate, some people believe they're going forward. Like <clears throat> I believe that so like these people who are spiralling down and down and down and down and down, to them they're still perceived as moving forward because to someone who's got fuck all and yesterday was filled with fucking seven hours of crying if today i've got fuck all but i only cry for six hours and 50 minutes i'm having 10 minutes better day than i did yesterday so they believe they're moving forward there's still something just their goals are different they're not longing to be in a really nice house with a nice car work a nice job i've all their friends they not just what don't want to be unhappy that they just don't want to be as unhappy today as they were yesterday so they're moving forward still but their goals are very different to ours or not even ours to others their goals are very different to others and the way that, that that's viewed by ourselves or other people is what is what makes the difference let's say or that's the label that gets bestowed upon people but like assuming that other people want the same thing that you want really we just want that 167 million fucking pound lottery win tonight which we could have i haven't yet.
1: i'm gonna wait till the morning
0: are you that's the best way because we're not gonna go to bed properly if we're millionaires are we no we'll
1: be like ordering fucking strippers and and my daughter's
0: upstairs in bed mate i'm not i'm not ordering (laughs) strippers or cocaine cocaine. uh... mate let me tell you how wild i'll get i'll be ordering a domino's pizza and full fat coke and to be fair I'm not even excited about that That I've got no excitement about that if I'm honest
1: I think if you won that sort of money what would you be excited I'm oh, fucking too excited to be excited I'd be,
0: I'd be excited thinking,
1: about, about getting fuck, the money on.
0: a studio for
1: podcasts you could
0: do that I'd get a studio for a podcast and I'd build it in the back of like a camper van So it could be a mobile studio, all soundproofed and that. Mobile studio, but I could drive it anywhere in the country or around Europe and do podcasts in my mobile studio with my paraglider and everything in the back. Imagine that. The
1: the flying podcast.
0: No, I don't know about that because someone would have to fly it, wouldn't they? As well, if I'm in a truck, I can just... It's like a little
1: pun and you like, paragliding
0: thing. Yeah, it's a shit pun there, mate, even if it was. Paracasting. No, that's that's a pub. Paracasting. I like it. I'm nicking, with the murky. I'm nicking that I'm nicking that paracast, thing. One. paracast I think him. on that note we should maybe shut this fucker down yeah, yeah it, I sorry. think it's been <coughs> um, it's getting late like, mate listen it's been uh, it's been I, I enjoyed it I don't know what other people are going to make of it but I fucking enjoyed the last couple of hours Um, it's again two hours, two hours 20 minutes and I don't even feel like we've even Things that I thought we'd speak about, I don't even feel like we even got to them. We didn't talk about it. loads of stuff that I thought we'd talk about. Not once did we mention the McGregor and Mayweather fight. <laughs> Not once did we talk about Golovkin and Canelo. We haven't mentioned David Hay and Tony Bellew. Like, pff, mate. I didn't stuff. mention West Ham. You did, once. that's right. We didn't mention Bristol City once. No. I know. The gate. I know, mate. We'll man. leave so, that for the next one. Yeah. Because so they
1: there's, there's, I got Palace in the next one. So it yeah, could be a
0: bigger one. post-Palace. Go on, but... There what should be thing, like man? Yeah. Maybe mate, it'd be be good.
1: Hang on a minute, what's going on here? Yeah, it'd be what's good. What's going on down at the gate? What's going on? You at could the call gate? it the pocket wit, down at the
0: gate. Well uh, maybe we'll do if you're gonna come down for the palace game, maybe we'll go watch the palace game and come back and do one straight after. Yeah. Win or lose.
1: A football
0: one. We'll do one well, one. well maybe not just a football one, mate. A sort of a football but one. But yeah, but yeah, I think we're, yeah, like I said, this is two hours twenty minutes and we didn't touch on loads of stuff I thought we would. So Uh, like that's the great thing about not having it scripted you know you have little things in your head like I wonder if we're talking about that and we haven't so I enjoyed what we did thanks again for doing it mate Uh, we'll uh, yeah we'll catch up again on the next one nighters people (laughs) take it easy